Hey, welcome to the pass. Today, I have Will with me, and uh, we're going to do some early, early roster breakdowns of all the 32 teams in the NBA. Okay? And believe me, this is gonna, there's going to be some really, really bad um, teams that we're going to be talking about, like bottom, big time, just awful teams. Yeah, and we're going to break teams. them down. Yes. We're going to break everything down with the coaching staffs, the players, the new acquisitions. Can somebody, Im- is there someone on this roster you think that can improve? And that's what we're going to do today. All right. So we're going to start off with, with the hated Boston Celtics. All right. They their additions are Kemba Walker, mm-hmm. Ernest Cantor, yep, and Vincent Poirier. I I don't know how to say that. I just probably made that up. Um, what do you think? What do you think? Um, what do you What do you expect out of them? Honestly, I expect uh, definitely second round. Of the playoffs uh, and potentially Eastern Conference Finals, out of the Celtics, out of out of the name, out of the the roster right there. Yep. Do you think that there's someone who needs to get better, or do you see someone regressing to the mean and getting worse? I don't think that anyone's necessarily going to get worse. Uh, So here's my thing. They lost Kyrie Irving, who was individually their best player. But I actually think it's going to work out better for them because um, Kyrie Irving has never proved that he can be the guy on a team. Uh, The only time he won was when he had LeBron, and it was LeBron's team. Before LeBron got to Cleveland, uh, Kyrie Irving never even took that team to the playoffs. Yeah, he was hurt here and there, but he never even had them in contention. So I think for the Celtics, it's addition by subtraction. I think Kemba Walker is hungry. I think he has the right mindset going into it. And I think he's the best replacement that they could have gotten, honestly, Oh yeah, um, yeah. for Kyrie Irving because he can score just about the same. Uh, neither one of them is going to be accused of playing any defense, but, you know, that's a wash. Uh, and they, they, they have similar games, but I just think Kemba Walker has a better mindset, and, and I think he's legitimately ready to be that guy on a good team. I like Kemba Walker a lot. Um, I think Ines Cantor... Uh, he's I, think he, I think he's a fucking joke, to be honest. I, 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 don't, I don't understand why people get, get so excited when Ernest Cantor's on their team. So, I don't understand his him. I, think, I just don't get it. I think this is part of what it is, is that they see the games where he scores like 20 points and gets like 10 rebounds, but then they forget to look at the fact that the guy that he was guarding lit him up for like 30 and 15. <laughs> That's the problem, is that everybody likes to look at his offensive numbers and they say, oh, Cantor can play offense. I mean, yeah, okay, the guy can, you know, get you 18, 20 points a game. That's fine. But he's going to give up 30. And that's the problem. He's the worst defender in the league. He really is. He's yeah, I'm not bad. sure if, 
if him or Isaiah Thomas is worse, and that's terrible. Because <laughs> at least Isaiah Thomas has a legitimate excuse. He's just literally too short. He's too small to guard anybody, legitimately. <laughs> so he has a built-in excuse. What's Ines Cantor's excuse? He's as big as anybody in the league. Like, come on, man. So I think that's what it is. People, people and society in general always get wrapped up in shiny scoring numbers. They, oh, they, they get yeah. wrapped up in points, and they forget to look at the rest of everything else. That's um, what I think a lot of what happened with Jason Kidd. Yeah. In his career, a lot of people are like, oh, look at him. Look what he did. Look, he scored a lot of points. But, yeah, but defensively, I wouldn't. Yeah, it's tough. But, anyway, so uh, with Cantor, that's, um, I, I think that as long as they don't have to give him, I think the Horford loss is going gonna, is gonna to hurt them quite a he's bit. The, he's the best locker room guy they had. He is. I mean, and, let's be honest here. And, and, and from a system. And they, needed, and they needed him because they couldn't, they couldn't, they, they could, when he wasn't playing, that defense was awful. Yeah, and well, that's he wasn't why I, out there, and you know, I think system-wise, he uh, he fits very well what they wanted to do, and so I think that that's going to be a much bigger loss than the Kyrie Irving. Uh, do you deal. buy that they weren't expecting him to go? Do you buy that? I've heard that that they weren't expecting Ernest Cantor, t- not Ernest Cantor, hell, uh, Al Horford. Al Horford, thank you, Al Horford to leave. Do you buy that? Uh, you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if they legitimately believe that only because you look at you look at Horford and it's like, okay, at this point, do you want to go for a ring or do you want to chase the money? And I, Horford's never struck me as a guy that chases the money necessarily. He's always, uh, you know, in my opinion, been a, hey, let's um, try to win this team kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do think that if you legitimately had no idea that he was going to leave, that's slightly irresponsible on your part as an organization because you have to plan as if a guy is going to leave. I'm always of the mindset that you uh, plan for the worst and hope for the best. Uh, I agree. And so I think that if you didn't plan on him leaving, that's irresponsible of you as a franchise. I, here's what I think. I think that the Celtics were planning on resigning him, and they were disappointed that they weren't given the opportunity, and that's what I think happened. They were upset that he didn't give them much notice or anything. Mm-hmm. They were disappointed. Yep. See, it's the complete opposite to what happened with... Um, Kyrie Irving. I don't think they knew. I don't think I don't think they even thought he was coming back. I don't think that was even something they were even I don't think they wanted him back to be oh, honest. That was gonna be my next question. Do you think they really wanted him back? No. <laughs> so <laughs> that's that's uh that's another question in and of itself. Um but yeah, uh with Ines Cantor, like I said, I think guys get wrapped up in the points that he scores. They just don't look at the other side of the coin, which is how many did you give up. Um, I think everybody else on the roster, I think they just kind of stay where they're at. I don't necessarily think that anybody's going to get any worse. The one player that does need to step up in a major way if they are going to legitimately contend for a championship is Jason Tatum. Oh, yeah. He, he was bad last year. Like really, He was. Now, I think... I think do you think that the reason why people went off 
on him was the fact that he was so good in his rookie year that that made it so dis- so much more disappointing. Yeah, absolutely, because I think everybody expected him to take that next step last year. But I'm going to give him a pass because Kyrie Irving has never been the type of guy to uh, develop his fellow teammates. I'm going I'm, I'm to go even further. I don't think Kyrie is one who ever cares. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that Kyrie is. Yeah, I would agree with that. I don't think he's necessarily interested in in helping you as a teammate get better. I think if it comes, it comes. But you know, he's he's definitely not a setup point guard like a Chris Paul or a uh, LeBron or you know. But do you do you think Chris Paul is a setup point guard today? Because I'm not. I don't. I don't. I don't. Uh, I'm not a really. I, no. I've gotten. I've gotten very critical of Chris Paul over the years because, in my opinion, his injuries have hindered him to be what everybody expected him to be. Yeah, and um, I, when I may, when, when I'm saying Chris Paul is a setup guy, I'm talking about Chris Paul in his prime because that's what he was, and and Chris Paul has always been more of a setup guy than a scoring point guard for, throughout his career. Um, but at this point, no, I don't, I don't think that Chris Paul is, which is sad because mm-hmm. I like Chris Paul a lot as a player. I think I, I, I like him a lot as a person. <laughs> I don't, I'm, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to go a little bit behind the curtain. Um, at the company that I work for, Chris Paul donated some, he donated three vans. Yeah. Because our vans got stolen and he donated three vans. So ever since. I've been always hesitant to criticize him. Yeah, um, and, and I think that that's fair. I, I I do think that Chris Paul is a good person. I've never met him, but I've heard you know good things about. I've him. I've heard yeah, I've heard from people who have. I've heard that he's yeah great. I've met Matt Barnes. He's great too. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, Celtics wise, I just think um, I think there's a lot of expectations because the the East sucks, man. It's just, just, you know. Is there anybody on this roster that you think can can become more than what they are? On the Celtics yeah, roster? Yeah, yeah, Jason Tatum. It has to be Jason Tatum. Uh, I think Marcus Smart has hit his ceiling. I think he's always just going to be a, 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 a hustle player, a, a pretty good defender, and he, a flopper. He, <laughs> he's, he's who we refer to as... A better version of Josh Hart. Yes. Isn't that what we've kind of... Yes, I, I would agree with that. Um, Jalen Brown, I don't think he can get much better. I don't think he can get substantially better than where he is right now. Um, he's athletic. You know who I think can get better? Gordon Hayward. <sighs> I think we... I, I would like to see what we saw in Utah. Me too. And why the Celtics paid him so much money. Me too. Because the Celtics were not... Here's the thing. He got hurt. One of the most gruesome, nasty injuries I've ever seen. Yeah. I, 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 that is absolutely correct. I feel like that's like one of the saddest things in the, to ever happen in the league. Yep. Someone who has so much potential and then injuries and he blew it. And that's just that's just so disappointing when something like that happens. When his career arc, can we say if it stays, if it's, if it's, if. If he doesn't get better, can we say if it doesn't get better for him, can we say he's Sean Livingston? Yes, absolutely. Um, which I mean, sucks because Sean Livingston before the injury was, was great. He was supposed to be the next guy. Yeah, he was supposed to be the next great point guard in the league. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
and then he had the awful, nasty injury. I remember watching that. Like, oh, God. Um, Gordon Hayward, same thing. He was a – Gordon Hayward was a premier player in the league in Utah. And he got hurt. And, you know. But, uh, you know, in speaking with um, guys that have been around the sport and athletes and things like that, they do say that it does take an entire playing year to fully get your confidence back. So I'm not ready to write Gordon Hayward no, off yet. I'm not really either. Um, but I really am interested. I can't wait to see how if he gets any better. Like yeah, that's something I think, I'm interested in. I think this coming season we'll know. He's, he's got to show some improvement. Uh, if Even if he improves a bit and he's not yet at that Utah level, but as long as he's showing improvement, then, then I've got hopes for All him. All right, so done with the Celtics. All right. Now we're at, we're at the Brooklyn Nets. Oh, boy. <laughs> so here's who they added. Kevin Durant, yep. Kyrie Irving, yep. DeAndre Jordan, Garrett yep. Temple, yep. Wilson Chandler, yep. Terion Prince, yep. and David Nwaba. Yeah, so basically an, uh, an entire half of the team. <laughs> um, except for the fact that your best player is out until the 2020-2021 season. Um, yeah. Honestly, as a, if the Nets make the playoffs, man, that's an accomplishment. Yeah. Because you look at the rest of their roster, again, I I urge They lost anyone, a lot of the guys who were contributing, though. Absolutely. Like, they, they really did. They did. And, they, I, and I'm going to – this is another topic for, uh, that I wanted to bring up, and it, and it has to do with the Nets, so I'm curious if your take on this. Wilson Chandler mm-hmm. has been banned for 20 games yep. for doing drugs. Yep. How Not the do first you, time he's been suspended. No, no. <laughs> How do you think the NBA should go about handling the drug suspension? You know, it's tough because um, I, I honestly believe that it should be a case-by-case basis. Uh, I, I do think that... In the sense that, do you think it should be player-by-player player or drug-by-drug? I would say both, uh, because I'm not even sure what drug Wilson Chandler even. I can't even remember what it was. It was some performance enhancer. Is all I know. Yeah. So here's my thing: is that I think there's a case by case basis where you take into account one the drug and two the player. If it's a player that's a first time offender and it's a drug that's, I don't want to say that you know. One is lesser than the other, but in all reality, you know, some 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 drugs are not as uh, I don't know offensive, I guess, <laughs> or look as bad as others. Um, but and do you think marijuana looks as bad? I don't. I don't think in today's society, I don't think so. Either do because I. Because so many states have made it legal, and and it looks when like we live in one right now. Yeah, <laughs> and and to be honest, I'm not against it at all. No, no. Um, for me personally. I would love to see the NFL not not to get off on a tangent here, but I would love to see the NFL just legalize it for their players as long. I want to see every it. league legalize it. Yeah, as long and, and I think as long as you regulate it through the team doctors, I don't have a problem with it at all because I think that that's the best way to go about the situation. You regulate it through team doctors so that you get the appropriate amount. And what's the problem? It's better than getting addicted to painkillers. You know, we've seen it's so better. Many it's better than getting addicted to painkillers. It's better than 
Think about it. If they're already getting addicted to, to drugs. Yeah. Well, like tartar drugs. Yeah. Depending on where you live, because depending on where you live, it won't even matter. Um, because you're going to get taken away in, in, in this police car anyway. Um, but, but I think that it's, I think that there are some drugs that we're never going to see taken off the ban list. Yeah, absolutely. Because I just don't, I don't. And there are some that, like what happened with Maria Sharapova, that meldonium, you know, the one that Russian people take for heart, heart yep. issues or something mm-hmm. like that. Outside yeah. of Russia, you've probably never even heard of that drug. Nope, absolutely not. <laughs> let's let's get off our tangent, and what do you expect out of this Brooklyn Nets team this year? So, like I said, I think honestly, as long as they make the playoffs, they're fine. Yeah. I think if they don't make the playoffs, that's a pretty bad look for them. Only because they went all out. They went all out. <laughs> they did go all out, and you're in a again terrible, absolutely garbage Eastern Conference. So if you can't make the playoffs in the in the East, you know, it's pretty bad. Um, but who, who I think, do you see on this team ascending? So, okay, I mentioned him from the last team, but Kyrie Irving. And here's what I, here's my position. I'm not sure that he can do it, but this is the year that he has to, has to, has to prove that he can be a leader a team player, and that he can elevate his team to the playoffs. Because he is literally the star of this team for this it's year. It's not even close. Right. <laughs> There's no other second sidekick type of player for him to rely on. Uh, so he's basically back in Cleveland before pre-LeBron. He's back in Cleveland with Luol Deng and Luke Walton. That's where we are now. Basically. <laughs> um, so he has to show that this year is the year that, hey, look, I'm not a selfish guy. I'm not a me guy. I'm a team guy. I can uh, lead this team to the playoffs, all that kind of stuff. Because if he can't, what's to say that when Durant comes back and proves that he's healthy, they don't just ship Kyrie Irving off to somewhere else and try mm. to get some pieces yep. for him? Do you, but do you think that's realistic, though? Do you think that would ever happen? You know what? I'd like to believe that it would because, I, I, I mean, I don't have anything personally against Kyrie Irving, you know, so I, I don't want to see him fail at this. Uh, if you're asking my honest betting man's opinion, I'm going to bet no. That's not going to change and it's not going to happen. But I'd like to see it happen for the betterment of him and his reputation in this league. Because uh, he's still pretty young, and he's still got a lot of years left in him. So I'd hate for this stigma to follow him around at this point in his career. Because he might, if if it if it does follow him around, he may end up being the next Carmelo, where he's out of the league a little earlier than he should be. Oh yeah, totally. Um, do you see someone descending? DeAndre Jordan. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I just so, continue to see him plummet. I, and plummet. I have. <laughs> Have I ever told any the story on the show before, my DeAndre Jordan story? Uh, not with me. Oh. Well, my we went to a Clippers playoff game. Let's say in 2012, 
20. It was back with the, with the State Farm ad campaign. Remember? Yeah. Was that when it was a family? Yeah. So my sister loved those commercials so much for God knows why. Okay. <laughs> and brought a sign that said, Mama Hooper needs a ring. And it oh, was, yeah. And it was... And it was... Yep, DeAndre Jordan. Yep. So, because of that, she won fan of the game. And for me, that was really disappointing. So I still have a hard time looking at DeAndre Jordan with a straight face <laughs> after what he did to my family. <laughs> and because I still have a DeAndre Jordan autographed jersey on my on the wall at home, I still and, and I'm not going to be able to keep it because my sister is going to fight me for it. All right. So I still I'm not I, ever since I've been like I don't I'm just don't like I'm just not a big DeAndre Jordan guy. Yeah. Because I just I <laughs> it's an ego thing. It's just like ugh. Why? Uh, and my question to my sister has always been, why would you have gone to that game if it wasn't for me? Why in the hell? <laughs> I I we paid a shitload of money for those games because we had nothing better to do. Yeah. Now look, I'm not saying that I like the Clippers. I'm a hundred percent not saying it. We bought those tickets because we want. I always wanted to go to a playoff game, and I had the money at the time. That's it. And the That's Lakers, it. The Lakers weren't they weren't any favorites. No, no, they. No. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. So I, I see DeAndre Jordan taking a a uh, a step back for well, sure. Well, hell, he took a nosedive when uh, Dallas traded him that fast. <laughs> yeah. That's big to your ego. And they, look what they send you. Look what they sent you to the Knicks. Yep. You, you know, you went to the Knicks. Good yeah. God. That, that's where the dead go to die in the NBA. That's the NBA's Cleveland Browns right there. You go there, you are just not. Oh, man. Yep. All right. So, the New York Knicks. Oh, wow. So, they have done a lot this offseason. Do I understand the roster? Not. Nah. Really? Reggie Bullock, Taj Gibson, Wayne Ellington, Alfred Payton, Marcus Morris, Bobby Portis, and Julius Randle. Yeah. <laughs> what 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 are what are we what, what should we expect out of them? Twenty wins. <laughs> That's it. Honestly, I'm fifteen. <laughs> honestly, if they get thirty wins, I'll be impressed with that roster. Um. <laughs> oh, and I forgot, and I forget, and I forgot. <laughs> they, <laughs> they, you know, speaking of what we talked about, uh, you know who's their elite assistant? I don't. Keith Smart. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That just that should make us nervous, just right there. I'm, but listen, that's just who you got. Like you don't. 
doesn't doesn't bother me any because I'm not a Knicks fan. Yeah, I'm not that cursed. No. But um, it's uh, yeah. Do you think the Knicks are cursed? Do Do you really feel like? No, I just think that uh, Dolan is a terrible owner, and, and they're not going to be good until he until he goes until he leave, until he leaves us alone. Yeah. Until he sells the team and does what people have been wanting him to do. Absolutely. And he won't do it. Yeah. And the Knicks haven't been good since, I would say they haven't been good since fucking 1999. So, that, that's... Literal Yeah. Yep. I'd say, I mean, in the in the lockout year. So, who out of the roster, who do you think is e-sending? Which is really hard to predict with those dudes. Okay, so... I legitimately think that Julius Randle can have a better year than he's... I think he could honestly have a career year, and I'm going to tell you why. Because he's the only good player on the team. (laughs) So, just pass him the ball every possession. So, I legitimately think that he could ascend... I think Bobby Portis is trash. There you go. (laughs) I think every player on this roster is trash outside of... um, Outside of Julius Randle. I reserve the right... To look at R.J. Barrett because he's a rookie. <laughs> we'll, um, we'll talk about him later. So I, I have no opinion on R.J. Barrett one way or the other just yet. Um, Kevin Knox. <laughs> oh God! It's 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 hard for me to envision that he'll get good. <laughs> but he's young, so I can't I can't write well, him off. You yet. can't forget. He, you can't forget. Um, they also have Frank Milakina, so we can't really forget that. Who I, I I'm just is, in a, I'm just in the mood to hate on France right now. Forgive me. <laughs> yeah, he is. No, no. See, a note says, um, you know, young and full of potential. Well, you know, once upon a time, Sebastian Telfair was young and full of potential, and we all know how that turned out. So he went in. He, he went to the Clippers to the to the. T wolves into the Raptors now. He's accused of what, is it murder or something weird like that now? Uh, I don't think it was murder, but I think it was like drug peddling or something. <laughs> I forget. Uh, nothing good. Um, and when your when your roster note about Dennis Smith Jr. says star like qualities, <laughs> there's a problem with your roster. Uh, and then you got Alonzo Trier. Oh, yeah. He's no, so good. No. 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 Um, Reggie Bullock. No. No. And it, I remember people were excited when the Lakers trade for him because he thought he could shoot. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> no. To be able to prove that you can shoot, you have to actually have opportunities to shoot. <laughs> you actually have to get minutes. He didn't get meth. You can't come in in garbage time and, like, hit two threes and then all of a sudden you can shoot. No. Like, Jesus Christ. Because you know. think about it, garbage time. Think about who you're, who's defending you. <laughs> My point exactly. When was the last time that he had to make three-pointers over Danny Green? Like, he's never had to do that. Um, well, he'll, he will this year. But. Uh, Jesus. Um, <laughs> so, and and um, so we got... I, I, I just... So just, I'm just going to read these names to you. To make fun of him. Dwayne Dodson. <laughs> I can tell. Uh, Wayne Ellington. He can shoot. <laughs> so, Wayne Ellington has been a journeyman. <laughs> and to be honest, you know what? Okay, here's the one nice thing that I'll say about Wayne Ellington. I would probably rather have him on the Lakers than KCP. Me too. Uh, 
So I'm not going to knock him because he's established his role in the NBA. As a shooter, and that's about it. As a shooter, and that's about it. But the way that the NBA is trending now, you need that guy on your team. Uh, and so as long as he's not a starter, I don't mind him coming off the bench at all. Uh, my problem is is that he may very well end up being the starter on this Knicks team, and that should tell you everything you need to know. <laughs> uh, but on, the, on, on our Laker team... I would have no issue with him coming off the bench. And again, I would prefer him to KCP. One, he's cheaper. And two, uh, he's better. Oh, so, um, Kadeem Allen. <laughs> You're looking at me as if to say, who is that guy? Uh, my silence should be uh, <laughs> analysis enough. Oh, good, good. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, um, Ignas Burzen. F that. Not even going to say that. Yeah, we don't get paid enough to pronounce that name. No, so. we don't. Sorry. Taj Gibson. <laughs> He's the guy that's going to keep going downhill on this team. Um, I respected his game a lot when he was in Chicago. I loved him. I wanted the Lakers to trade for him. Yeah, he was a hustle <laughs> guy that would go in there and do the dirty work and get your boards, and he knew his role, and he stuck but to he it. But he was god-awful in Minnesota. Like, I mean, yeah. straight-up trash bad. So, here's my thing with Taj, is I feel, and I don't know this from anything, but just looking at his his uh, career in Chicago seems versus like, his career seems in like Minnesota. ever since he left Chicago, people have a very low tolerance for him. I, so, this is my thing, or this is my... Was he any good at Oklahoma City? The answer is no. Right. So, so I think uh, that he, once he, got, uh, once he got to Minnesota, I think that maybe he thought that he was better than he actually was and started playing outside of his box, if that makes sense. Trying to do too much. You were brought in to be a rebounder. You were brought in to be a, uh, you know, defender. You were brought in to uh, do all the dirty work. But then if you go and try to play offense, in addition to that, when you can't play offense, when you have no offensive game. Yeah. That's the thing, man. It is. You, you, you can't do that. Okay, Kevin Knox, we already talked about. I don't know if, what else we could say about Kevin Knox. Yeah, I hope the best for him because he's a young guy, but he needs to be on a better team if he's going to develop into anything. Marcus Morris, who I think is the best player on this team. Uh, i got to go Julius Randle. I think Julius Randle's a little bit better. But um, well, well, think... well, what I'm saying is, look, you know how you can figure this out? Look at where Marcus Morris's second offer was from. The Spurs? Yeah, and he took – I don't understand why you would go from San Antonio to New York. Makes no sense. Uh, it's got to be a money grab. That's got to be yeah. a money grab all the way. Um, <laughs> which, you know what? Listen, man, I, I'll never knock a guy for trying to get his money, either, either especially if a team is going to overpay for you. <laughs> Whatever, man, take advantage of the opportunity. If there's, you know, if there's an idiot out there that's willing to give you more money than you're worth, take it. Take it and yeah. run, man. If there's a Jim Bus or a Mitch Kupchak out there, take <laughs> Yeah, listen, man. Do what you got to do. I, yeah. I, I'll never fault a guy for, for getting his money. Um, I just get annoyed when my team is the one that's dishing out too much. 
But, yeah, I, I, I'd like to think that personally I would chase the ring, I would chase the championship and stay in San Antonio if I was him as opposed to chase the money in New York. But a guy like that is not going to get another big contract offer. He's late in his career. He's never been an all-star caliber player. So when you get that one opportunity, take it, man. Um, do I think he's going to get any better than what he is? No. I think it's too late in his career for him to get any better than what he is. Uh, do I think he's going to get any worse? No. I, I don't think he'll just magically fall off. Uh, he seems like a pretty uh, pretty even keel um, scorer. So I, I think he'll stay the same. Frank Nilakina. Next. <laughs> yeah. Alfred Payton. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing good to talk about on this roster. <laughs> um, Bobby Portis. <laughs> the only thing that guy is known for is beating up Miracic. That's yeah, about it. I know. Nikola Miracic. Who is a better player up. than he is? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> like, I don't understand. I don't understand how Bobby. I mean, well, I guess he's on the Knicks now, so he's on his way out of the league. But I don't understand how he's still. Do you in think the he's legitimately out of the league? Like, do you think that's something that could really? You think that that's why it took him? Maybe I don't know. Oh Jesus, um, Julius Randle. Like I said, I think he's the one guy on this team that could legitimately and will legitimately improve from where he's been in the past. Um, he's the, in my opinion, the best player on the worst team. And he has all the opportunities to put up numbers and get his own. I just wish that he wouldn't have signed such a long deal in New York. Like, if you'd signed like a one year deal with a player option, that would have been great. Remind us how much it was. How many, how many years it was? Uh, I believe it was four years, uh, 60 mil. <laughs> so, you know, the fact that you've sealed your fate to the Knicks for the next four years is absolutely terrible. Um, oh, yeah. But, it, yeah. I, I like Randall. I like Julius as a player, man. I do. I think. Me too. I think he was the best out of the young kids, to be honest. Yeah. I, I think he was the best out of the Lakers' young kids. and Yeah, I think he just got, you know, he just got stuck in a bad situation. He got stuck. Well, here's what happened. I don't. I the Lakers liked him, but they didn't like his his uh, agent. So, like that's what happens. Yeah. So now we've got next Mitchell Robinson. <laughs> He'll be off the roster in the first week. It's fine. Uh, Dennis Smith Jr. <laughs> Good. Lord. He's a guy that I want to like, but he makes it really hard because. He has athleticism for days. Oh, yeah. The guy can jump out the gym, but he can't do anything else. <laughs> and that becomes a problem. Okay. So last but not least, Alonzo Trier, who I don't even think it was even drafted. I think he literally was on the trash heap out of Arizona. Yeah, he'll be off the roster in a week. He, so. play, yeah, he, play, he played a lot last year. He actually did because the roster is so bad. Yeah. Uh, so out of any of them... Uh, we we already did that. <laughs> the Philadelphia 76ers. This is a team that has to go to the Eastern Conference Finals this year. If not, it's a fucking failure. 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I don't Second even round know. Second is not good enough anymore. Okay, so they're, at, they're, they're veteran acquisitions. Al Horford, Josh Richardson, Trey Burke, Kyle O'Quinn, and Raul Neto. Yeah. Jesus. I, I like a lot of those guys. Yeah, yeah. Raul Neto's actually not an awful bench scorer. Like, he can shoot off the bench, you know? Yeah. So, we're going to start off doing a player analysis. We're going to start off with Jonah Bolden <laughs> from UCLA. Yeah, he'll be off the roster in a week. He's not good enough to make that roster. Trey Burke. So, I liked Trey Burke at Michigan. And me too. I liked him... At Utah, I wanted him to do well in Utah, I should say. And he didn't. He didn't. <laughs> um, but, 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 I'm hoping for selfish reasons, because I liked him at Michigan a lot, that he'll, obviously he's going to come off the bench, but I'm hoping that that bench role and on a good team will elevate him to be a, a halfway decent player. I, I really hope so, man. Like, at this point, all that guy has to do is... Literally, all that guy has to do is um, shoot threes, play halfway decent defense, and pass the ball. That's it. If he gives you, you know, 10, 12 points a game, that's awesome. Um, Joel Embiid. This is a guy who's so good and so... He's so worth he's so worth it. The problem is, I think his body's already given out, and we're seeing it right now. I feel like his career will be how long he stays in the in, in the league is going to depend on how his body holds up. Yeah, absolutely, and, and that's sad to say because I hate for guys like that that are that good to get let down by their bodies. Um, you know, uh, one of my favorite all-time players uh, that got literally betrayed uh, was Brandon Roy. Yep. Um, I loved everything about his game. Uh, he was a competitor, uh, everything. He, he just got let down by the injuries, man. And, and so that, that sucks. I hope that Joel Embiid can turn it around, but with injuries and, and, and fragility in your body, that's not, it's not up to you, man. Nice. And that, that's the toughest part. Um, I think the sky is the limit as far as his potential. He's already one of the best, if not the best, big man in, in the league. And I think he could even be better than he already is, to be honest. Because if he can stay healthy, he can be an absolute monster. The problem, again, with injuries is that when you're hurt, you can't stay in shape. So it's almost like he's playing every game to get into shape. Yeah. Like, he's never truly in game shape when he plays because... He has to either take a rest day or he's coming back from an injury. Um, but I love Joel Embiid. I, I think he's awesome. Me too. Um, James Ennis. You know what? I want to like James Ennis, but he's making it really tough for me. <laughs> um, I but, work out with the same gym that he does his off-season training in, Yeah. so... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I do want to like him, though. I, I think he's a likable guy. I think he can be a, a halfway decent player. Uh, I don't think he has to be a journeyman in the league, but um, I, I, I hope the best for him. I'm just not sure how many minutes he can really get on a team like this that has this high of expectations um, to really we don't. There's game. not even a number for him on the roster, so he, yeah. might, he might not even 
He's not, not even, make, even it. make it, for which, all we know. which sucks because I'd like to see him make it. But again, even if he did, he'd be like 13th man on the bench. So here we go. Uh, Tobias Harris. I like Tobias Harris a lot. I feel like he's been on way too many teams. <laughs> he has. He has. And so, that's the so let's think part. about it. Let's think about it. Orlando. Yep. Detroit. Yep. Clippers. Clippers and now. And now the Sixers. Philadelphia. Yeah. And, and that's the curious part about it. It's like. You look at Why guy, would he turn? What is it? What is what would turn you off about him? That's what I don't understand. What is the reason? That's the that's the big mystery around Tobias Harris is why do teams keep getting rid of him? He's a good player. No one's ever said that he's a locker room dis- disruption. Like I just legitimately don't understand why teams keep trading him. Uh, but I hope that. Um, he continues to improve because I think he can improve his game. Um, but I, I, I hope that he continues uh, to improve in Philadelphia. I have I have high hopes for Tobias Harris. Yep, I like too. him a lot. Me too. Al Horford. I think this was a great move by Al Horford to go to Philadelphia for for a personal career standpoint for him. One, he doesn't have to be He's not the best big man on the team like he was in Boston, so he doesn't have to carry that load. Two, he doesn't have to be the only defensive anchor the way that he was in Boston Um, because Joel Embiid is a really good defender when he's healthy. Um, I think, obviously, it's way late in Al Horford's career to get better, but... I don't believe he's going to teeter off. I, I think he'll be the same guy that we're used to seeing. Solid defender, solid scorer. You know, in a pinch on any on any given night, he can get you like 20, 25 points. But <clears throat> I think it's Falcon, a solid. Falcon Kukmaz. He's not making the roster. He already, he, no, Will. He already played last year, so I think he'll. He's not making it this year. <laughs> Absolutely not. You don't think he's already good? No. <laughs> No. He's one of those European dudes. I'm like, we're done. Stop. Uh, Raul Neto. Former, wasn't he a the Jazz? Yeah, right? Yeah. Yes. He's um, a decent off-the-bench scorer. I mean, he, he is. Uh, he can't start. Like he'll, no, absolutely not. Not on a team that good with that kind of expectations. But, again, it brings me back to the James Ennis point where, okay, so you make the team. But what are you really doing, like as a player, in terms of you're not going to get any minutes, you're not you're not going to get anything meaningful that's going to elevate you as a player, uh, and, th- and that's always the tough part. Yeah, of course, you want to be on a good team and a winning team, but if you're trying to improve yourself as a player, you got to get playing time. That's the only way that you can truly improve is to get playing time. So, I don't know, man. All right. So, Kyle O'Quinn. <laughs> I knew it. I knew you don't like him. You want to talk about the quintessential journeyman <laughs> in the NBA. You know where he went to school? Do you know? Uh, was he a UCLA guy? No. Norfolk State. <laughs> wow. Well, first of all, I was way off. I wasn't even on the right coast. <laughs> um, but, yeah, you want to talk about the quintessential journeyman. That's him. Now... Maybe he brings some sort of quote-unquote veteran leadership uh, and things like that. Uh, so I think he'll make the roster. You don't you don't go out and get a guy like that just to cut him. That you know. Yeah. Uh, but as far as a meaningful contributor, I don't see that happening. 
he didn't even really do anything for the Knicks either. Like, I, I you know. Well, did anybody do anything for no, the Knicks? No, no. <laughs> Josh Richardson, who I actually like. I, I actually, like him a lot. I, I do. actually like him. I think he's gotten a bad rap. Um, I think that... Wasn't he the one who threw a shoe when the Lakers played down in Miami? Uh, Wasn't that him? I don't know if that he was, was the one who was he was the one who got he was yeah he was the one that got mad threw his shoe and he got ejected. Okay, that's him. All right, um, I love that fight. Right when you're getting killed by twenty points, and you're yeah. like, hey, I can't take it anymore. Threw your shoe. You know what? I I like reminds him a lot. me of that. Reminds me of the guy that threw a shoe at President Bush. Oh yeah, I do remember that. That reporter. <laughs> um, so it was it was a I think it was an Iraqi reporter or something like that. Yeah, it was, it was some uh, I, I don't know if he's Middle Eastern or European, but yeah, somewhere from that part of the um, world. world. <laughs> yeah, that's no. what I that's what we that's what I rem, it reminded me of when I saw that. Yeah, um, I, I do I do like him a lot. Excuse me. I hope that he improves. I hope that he becomes a a, a semi decent contributor on the team. He's super athletic. Um, he can jump out of the gym. Like, he's yeah. that good. He's that guy. Yeah. Um, so I hope that he can develop the rest of his game kind of around that and, and be a good contributor for this team. I do like that pickup a lot because it gives you that young um, run up and down the court with athleticism kind of feel when you want to get in transition and things like that. So I, I like that pickup a lot. <clears throat> okay, so we're, we're going to only talk about three more on the Sixers. All right. They're the only ones I can pronounce. Mike Scott. You have like a minute on Mike Scott. I'm, I don't even need that much. Uh, <laughs> listen. What? I don't understand what that guy's done. He had like a halfway decent like couple games stretch in Atlanta where he started hitting threes. And then all of a sudden everybody thinks that he's the next, you know, uh, J.J. Redick or something. Like, stop it, man. The guy is not. He's not Ryan Anderson. Leave well, Ryan on. Anderson isn't even Ryan Anderson anymore. So. I, he's not. He's not. Uh, ben Simmons. Now we can be done with the Sixers. <sighs> wow. That. <laughs> I want Ben Simmons to be so good because he has all the talent. I've seen videos of him, you know, with his working on his jump shot this summer. So I hope it actually turns into a real jump shot this year. He's still young enough that he can turn it around because, by God, he'll be scary if he has a consistent jumper of any kind, mid-range or three. I don't care. Just pick one because um, you can formulate the rest of the game plan around that. He's just so good, so good at such a young age. Um, I honestly believe that that guy, the sky is the limit for um, if he can truly improve his game every year. Uh, I have a lot of hopes for him, but the Sixers will only go as far as Ben Simmons takes them. That's right. So, coming up, uh, we will talk about the Toronto Raptors. So, here. All right. Let's do the Milwaukee Bucks again because she uh, we got a little interrupted. Okay? Yeah. All right, so sorry about that. I had to delete part of it. We're just going to do Giannis. Um, one of the best players in the league. Um, he, like I said, he just needs a jump shot. Yeah, that's all, that's all we got. NBA. That's all we need, yep. 
Dragon Bender. <laughs> like I said, I don't understand why. Eric Bledsoe. A good player. Um, <clears throat> uh, barely good enough to be your starting point guard on a championship team, but um, good player. All right. Sterling Brown. Nope. Yep. Nope. Pat Connington. You know what? He kind of showed up towards the end. Yeah. Uh, which surprised a lot of people. Be interested to see what he does this year. Um, I like him. Dante DiVincenzo. Nope. Nope. George Hill. I don't uh, know how the hell he gets minutes on this team. Like I, I, I look at this roster and I go, there's no way in hell, right? I mean... That's what I'm thinking, unless there's an injury. Um, but him, similar to Kyle Korver, is that veteran leadership and mentoring. Yeah. And hopefully he can help Eric Bledsoe get Kyle the next Cor- uh, Kyle Korver. Um, I love him for a three and a pinch. <laughs> that's it, man. Ursan Silva. <laughs> yeah. So like I was saying, that dude is <laughs> the most up and down like years of productivity I've ever seen. He goes up and then way down to the point where you think about cutting him. <laughs> um, where does he do the Lopez brothers as a whole? Who do you think is? Who do you think are good? Uh, Brooke is definitely better than Robin. Um, and I, I really like where Brooke Lopez is taking his game, man. He's he's added that three point. Uh, shot to his game. He's done a lot. Um, I I really like him. I like Robin Lopez as a as a backup. You know, coming off the bench, giving you some hard earned minutes and you know a lot of grit and grind. I, I like that. Um, Wesley Matthews. <sighs> Man, it's so tough because I hated seeing his his slow demise. Yeah, in it was so sad. I loved him in Portland. He's- Man. He was so good in Portland. I really liked him, but I hope that he can rekindle some of that in Milwaukee because if he could, man, that would be a major boost for that team. But I'm just not sure that I see that. Atlanta Hawks. <laughs> DeAndre Bembry. You're in the... Nope. Vince Carter, oldest dude in the league. Yeah, you know what? I got a root for Vince, man. He's made it this far in the league. All-time great. And honestly, for as old as you are, you're still productive. Like, go get it, man, by all means. All right. Alan Crabb. No way, dude. <laughs> but it's Atlanta, so he'll get minutes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Kevin Herter. Damon Damon Jones Damian Jones. <laughs> yeah. He was the one from Golden State who got lit up. <laughs> Big time lit up. Alex Lynn, who's really bad. Who needs to who needs oh, to quit the league. God. <laughs> Alex Lynn. Oh, I remember God. when Phoenix drafted him. Yeah, they thought he would be like the greatest thing. They were like oh. He's totally not. They drafted him behind Robin Lopez. <laughs> wow. Yeah, no, he's booty. <laughs> Jabari Parker. <laughs> 
So Jabari Parker's a guy that everybody said he was the next Carmelo Anthony, and then he's just not. <laughs> See, I'm hurt so bad that... Oh, man, I know. Oh, Lord. Um, Chandler Parsons, for the love of God. I mean, can we just be done with that experiment? It's not going to work. Like, be done. Yeah, you know... Man, what happened to that guy? He is genuinely the one guy that I want to know what happened. I don't think anybody... I don't think there's... I think it's just injuries and he just got eaten up. You know, I really don't think people really know what happened to him. I I, I don't... I don't really feel like people know what happened to him. You know? Yeah. He's just one of those guys. So, you know. Evan Turner. Never lived up to the hype um, from Ohio State, but he's a solid contributor. Trey Young. Um... So, I've never been high on Trey Young. Uh, you can call it the Jimmer for dead effect, where I'm just <laughs> not high on, on guys that can shoot like that coming out of college um, in terms of being your best player. But he showed flashes last year. I can't knock him for that. So, I hope that he keeps improving. Uh, I like him a lot. I'm not sure that he could ever be the best player on a championship team. I don't see that out of him. But he's as good as they got right now, man. So you just I'm, gotta I'm, keep, I'm, yeah. You got to keep building around him. Yep. Charlotte, Charlotte Hornets. That's going to be a tough one. Oh, yeah. This would be real hard. So they acquired Terry Rozier. Waste of money. Waste of money. <laughs> what, what, do you think that, what do you think we should expect from them? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> Why? They don't have any, any good players. It's <laughs> as simple as that. They overspend for bad players <laughs> or players that aren't worth it. Uh, Dwayne Bacon. <laughs> this guy isn't any good at all. He'll be more productive for his last name than his actual playing. <laughs> he'll, he'll be a meme or a joke. Um, Nicholas Batum. Again, a guy that they overpaid. That wasn't worth what he got. He was, was he really even good worth? In Portland, was but he? But he was he really worth that when he came to Charlotte? No. Okay. I don't believe so. Nope. And that's my point. Is like they overpaid for him coming from Portland, and for what? What has he done meaningful for your franchise? Has he netted you any wins? No. <laughs> like, okay, Buzmak. Biombo. Biombo. I I think he's trash. Just straight up. Like, yep. He's been that way. Yeah, he had a couple of good games in the playoffs with Toronto. But that's about it, folks. That wasn't even good either, really. No. This must be humble, man. This, he was in Orlando. To Char- I mean, it's just the tra- trajectory. Jesus. Yep. Miles Bridges. Um, I I don't know, man. I I I can't have an opinion on that guy yet. Um. You know, obviously we have we have to see him play, but Devonte Graham. Do, do we even know who this dude even is? I mean, come on. Nope. Nope. We don't. Willie Haran Gomez. Wow. 
He just needs to go back to Spain, man. <laughs> Why are you here? <laughs> You're absolutely terrible. <laughs> yeah. Michael Kidd Gilchrist. Another guy that I don't understand why they continue to have him on the roster. Like, I get it. The guy can play defense. But the guy, it's so frustrating because he's never been able to score. And his jump shot looks absolutely disgusting. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Malik Monk, who I think is one of the worst in the entire league. Yeah, I thought he was going to be good, man. I'll, I'll admit, I was in that camp. I want him to be good. I thought he was going to be good. And he is just not. Oh, man, that's a rough one. Terry Rozier, most overpaid man in the league. <laughs> He's up there. He's up there. Do you think he, is there any part of him that deserved the money? Any little part of him? Or no, do you think he benefited not. from stat inflation because Kyrie kept getting hurt all the time? Um, Yeah, no, stat inflation um, on a good team, and he didn't play enough minutes for those numbers to, to average out to realistic numbers. Um, he's not that guy. Uh, good God. Marvin Williams. Dude, remember when everybody thought he was going to be yeah. coming out of North Carolina? Oh, damn. I swear, people thought he would be the next thing on North Carolina. And what has he given us? He was supposedly the best player on that North Carolina team. Supposedly. Yeah. Uh, Sean, Sean May. Uh, <laughs> um, Sean May, jeez. Uh, Rashad McCants. Oh, Lord. Uh, he actually wrote a book. Did you know that? He wrote a book. Rashad McCants. Wow. Yeah. Actually, he was my favorite player on that team, on that North Carolina team. Uh I, I really wanted that team to win the championship. I was rooting for them all the way. Um, so I'm glad that they got that accomplished. Uh, Cody Zeller. <laughs> no. Neither one of those. The players. Miami Heat. So Miami's one of those teams that did one thing. Well, actually, they did two things that would help them. They got rid of Hassan Whiteside, which I didn't think they could ever do. And they acquired Jimmy Butler. What is a realistic expectation um, for them, I think they're at least a semifinals. I think you could at least see something. You could see them going to the semi-conference semis. You think second round? I think second round because hey, let me take that back. <laughs> yeah, you I look just, at the rest of the roster. <laughs> uh, I was gonna say they're a fringe playoff team. I think if well, if they're a fringe playoff team, then what made Jimmy want to go there? If they're one, I think Dwayne Wade. Yeah. Two, the money. And three, uh, the fact that he will be the guy on the team. He can't be the guy. We know this already. Well, he doesn't know that. Yeah. He, he, he won't naive. accept He's that. Stupid. Um, um, because so he wants to be the guy. Uh, the problem is, is that they don't. Ha- he doesn't have any help. No. Um, okay. So here, cheers to the help we have. Overpaid, overpaid, over. Ban out of bio. Nope. <laughs> Jimmy Butler. Yeah, what I mean, you? I think we already know what Jimmy Butler is. He's a great player. Yeah. He's a, uh, I would say he's an all-star caliber player. Yeah. Especially in the East. Um, 
It'll just be really interesting to see if he tears up this team or not. Okay. Goran Dragic. I'm so done with this, man. I don't even know what to say. I'm so done with him. That's a tough one, man, because he's been... He had he had some really good years in Phoenix. Yeah. But I don't think he's been good enough for this Miami team. No, like, he hasn't. And that's the, that's the tough part is, like, why? Mm-hmm. You know, um, I, I get some injuries and the team hasn't been very good, but, yeah. Udonis Haslam, <laughs> he got he got he's got to just call it quits, you know. Yeah, that's a that's a legacy hire. That's it, it or re-signing. I mean, that's you know. This is yeah. He's thirty nine. Jesus. Um, James Johnson, who's a black belt at martial arts, but at this point, I don't know what else we can really do. Yeah, he's never been a really really good player. He's like a decent role player at best. But he can't be on a good team. Like, no, but I don't think this Miami team is a good team, so, you know, he fits. <laughs> Myers Leonard. You know what? Honestly, he had some really good moments in the playoffs. He had some real in that in that series with the Warriors. He did. He had some interesting moments there. I feel like, I honestly feel like Portland made out like bandits in that trade because the potential of Hawaii, Hassan Whiteside versus the potential of Myers Leonard is night and day different. I know. Myers Leonard looks like a goofball. (laughs) He legitimately looks like a goober running up and down the court. Like, he looks uncoordinated. He fouls a lot. He doesn't look like he's in control of his own hands. Um, It's, he looks like a jumbled mess. Yeah. Kelly Olenek. I've never liked him. (laughs) Ever. (laughs) And maybe I'm still, like... Harboring maybe you're mad. That, maybe you're mad we did to Kevin Love. That's like, exactly what it is. I'm harboring those feelings. Uh, but I, I've, I've never been a Kelly Olynyk fan anyway. Good Lord. Um, uh, Dion Waiters. I'm done with him. I, I, I think he's the biggest lie in the league. Like, it, it just, he's just someone who it's like, well, what, well, what could you do? Like, he just isn't good. Like, I'm sorry. Like, what? Yeah, I mean, you know, not to say that LeBron's a great GM, but there's a reason why he want, he want, he was willing to let Deion Waiters get traded. Yeah. You know, Deion Waiters has had flashes in the He's had so of, many chances, but blew them every time. Yeah, because he had good games on a bad team. Yeah. He was with Oklahoma City, yep. Cleveland, yep. and now Miami. Am I missing any? Nope, that's okay. it. There you go. Justice Winslow. Well, I'm surprised it's still there because they've tried to get rid of him 20 times and they've been unsuccessful. They have. Um, but I, he's a guy that when he came in, a lot of people thought that he could be that 3 and D guy with athleticism. Oh, Jesus. Um, no. No. But he's, uh, it's been tough for him, man. <laughs> okay. The Orlando Magic. So, their veteran addition was Al Farouk Aminu. What the hell that's going to be? Who knows? I think Al Farouk. Yeah. <laughs> do you, oh. you, don't, you don't like Al Farouk Aminu, do you? What do you think their What do you think their anticipation should be? How do you think people they should be in touch with people perceive that roster in Orlando that hasn't really, that I don't think they've ever been able to really change it very successfully? Uh. I just, well, first of all, I think it's a market that no one wants to play for. 
Hell, it's just Disney World. Like, <laughs> what else? Like, you know. And it's a shitty arena. Look at that. I mean, it just looks like crap. Yeah, two, I don't think that they've done... You know, I don't know what it is with Orlando, man, because they they made it to the finals with Dwight Howard, yeah. and, and that was a uh, that was a team team. That wasn't... As much as Dwight Howard was the superstar, man, Hito Turkaloo and Rashard Lewis were putting up They were numbers. great. They were great. And even Jameer Nelson. JJ, hell. Yeah, you know. JJ. That was a true team effort to get to that finals. Dwight just happened to be the best player on it. Um, so, you know, they can put together a team. I just, I don't know, man. Maybe yeah. they've had a bad run of luck. But, yeah. you know, because they, they had Tobias Harris. They've had Vukovic, you know. They now still they have, have Vukovic. Yeah, well, they, yeah, they still have Vukovic, um, Mo Bamba. Um, I honestly think what it is is they're striking out on their guard play. They they have not had an adequate replacement for Jameer Nelson since he was there. <laughs> Alfa Rucamino. <laughs> He's garbage. I've never liked his game, ever. I've never thought that he was any good. DJ Augustine. No, not for me. Sorry. I liked DJ Augustine a lot at Texas. But that's but how long ago is that? Like what have we yeah. done since? Nothing. Yeah. Mo Bamba. Um <laughs> I'm not sure how good or how bad he's really gonna be. He's just so raw in terms of like skill level. He has none whatsoever, really. Oh Lord. Michael Carter Williams. Oh my god. Uh, that guy's gotten chances. And, and he's chances ruined them every, he's done, he's done nothing. Yeah, you know, he wasn't terrible in Philadelphia. Yeah. And, and, um. Philadelphia was just garbage back when he was there, so it doesn't matter how good he was. Like, yeah, it, it so, just... that's my thing is, like, wh- where is the NBA on him? Because he keeps getting shuffled around, but I feel like it's not entirely over. You don't you don't think that it's over for him? You don't think that we should just be done and just stop? Well, okay, so he's bounced around from one bad team to another. We've never seen what he can do on a good team because even when he was in Milwaukee, they got rid of him so quick. And Milwaukee wasn't that good when they had him. They were like a fringe playoff team at the time. Yeah. Giannis wasn't Giannis. It wasn't um, like the Jason Kidd team? Yeah. Right. So they were a fringe playoff yeah. team at best. So he's bounced around from one bad team. Markel Fultz. <laughs> Yo, what happened to that guy's jump shot, man? That's another one. Him and Chandler Parsons have to be the two biggest mysteries in the entire NBA. Where did he go? I mean, I don't even know if we... What happened? What happened? I don't understand. I'll never, ever understand that until he comes out himself and says this is what happened. And even then, I'm not sure I'll believe it. No, no one believes him. Evan Fournier. <laughs> Man, he's put up good numbers on a bad team. For a full career? <laughs> he wasn't even good on Denver. Denver wasn't even good when he was there. Nah. Nah. So. Aaron Gordon. Um... I like yeah, him. Yeah, I like him a lot. I like his athleticism. I think he needs to get out of uh, Orlando, though. For yeah, he needs, needs better player development around him. But I think he's done a pretty decent job on his own of developing his skill set as a player. Um, first of all, I, I will always, 
always, always maintained that he got robbed in that dunk contest he did, against he did. Zach Levine. Yeah. I mean, when you jump so Zach Levine is probably the worst player to ever win a dunk contest. Uh, there's been some bad ones. No, um, what's his face that was uh, playing for Utah when he won? Um, uh, oh, shit. Um, uh, Jer- uh, Jeremy Grant. Jeremy Evans. Jeremy Evans. Yes, Jeremy <laughs> Evans. Yeah. He's probably the worst player to ever win a dunk contest. But, um, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, that uh, yeah, Aaron Gordon got robbed in that dunk contest, man. Oh, and it's, yeah. It's sad that he won't do another one because he feels like he Jer- got Jeron Grant. Jeron. Nope. Jonathan Isaac. Nope. Yep, there you go. Terrence Ross, who I absolutely love. I like his game a lot. He's I don't know why the, anyone else who's fucking good would give him a deal. That's what I'm, I'm. I'm right there with you. I don't know why he keeps getting bounced around like he's some sort of bad guy. Like he's a great. Look what he did. His best game of his career was against was when he was in Toronto against the Clippers. When Toronto wasn't very good. Yeah. I mean that was his best. He's he's really. He he's athleticism. He, he can jump out. He can jump out you out the gym. Yep. But, and he can you know, hit threes. I, I mean, and he he hustles on defense. He tries really hard. So he's a, man. I would much rather have him on the team than fucking KCP. Me too. I'd rather have him than Rajon Rondo. I'm tell you right now. I would right. love to have Terrence Ross. I'm just not sure if maybe he was. Well, yeah. I mean, fuck, man. You could have used that KCP money to get Terrence Ross. <laughs> I was going to say maybe it was too expensive, but no. yeah, if you would use the KCP money instead, I think it would have worked out. Yep. Or just give him a year. Who cares? If it doesn't yeah. work, then you... I'm right there, man. I'm all aboard. I like Terrence Ross a lot. Nikola Vukovic. Nikola Vukovic. Man, I feel so bad for him. <laughs> I love him a lot, man. He's such a good player. So underrated because no one actually gives a shit about Orlando. <laughs> He's so good every year. So consistent. He's quiet. He keeps his head down. He's going to give you 20 and 10 every night. Like, man, I wish, I wish. And I, I wanted the Lakers to try to sign him. He just would have been too expensive. <clears throat> okay, the Wizards. Jesus. Bradley Beal. I love Bradley Beal, man. Me too. I love Actually, Bradley we have to say what they got. And they got some shit this year, okay? Davis Bertans, who's, been, who's killed the Lakers for, for years. He's, been, he's like a Laker killer, a career Laker killer. Jamario Jones. C.J. Miles, Ish Smith, Isaiah Thomas, and Mo Wagner. That's how you know that they don't know what the hell they're doing. Yep. Cause they they took us up on that stupid trade. Yep. Which I liked the idea concept of it because I liked what they thought what they thought the Lakers could get what the Lake what they thought they were gonna get. Yeah. But yuck. Bradley Beal. Feel bad for the man, don't you? I do, I do. I love Bradley Beal. I wanted the Lakers to try to trade for him. I thought that uh, you know they might trade for him. I would, I would, I wouldn't be upset if they still try to trade for him. The problem hell, is, I don't think they have any money hell, to do so. This is what they should do. And come December, because I've said this before, come December, they should trade um, KCP and Rajon Rondo. That's not enough money, though. But that's the only. You don't have enough money to make it work. Kyle Kuzma? The, uh, uh, that's a lot to give up for Bradley Beal, man. 
But what? But what's the point? What are you gonna do? Who are you gonna? What you? How are you gonna do it? I just I don't think they can. I don't think they can now that they have AD um, because they've spread out that money. Okay. Devas Bertans. I don't like. He's a liquor killer. Better than that, garbage. Um, Thomas Bryant, garbage. Yeah. Career trash. Like I mean. Jamario Jones. Nope. I started checking out on the Lakers when they uh, were playing him, playing his ass, and I forget. Yeah. Jan Maimi. <laughs> wow. <laughs> nope. Nothing there. He's really, really bad. He has an aspiring contract problem, but I don't know who would take him. I mean, if you need expiring deals, but I, I, I just, if the Wizards aren't going to trade Bradley Beal, then there's no point in having expiring contracts on your roster. Although, well, no, I guess they could try to sign somebody. CJ Miles. Move John Wall. Um, he's a decent player, he's man. He's been around too long, though, he's, people. He's, right? uh, he's just not worth much. <laughs> oh, God. Ish Smith. <laughs> Uh, Isaiah Thomas, whose career is in the shitter, essentially. Oh, man, I feel so bad for Isaiah Thomas. He got gypped out of so much money. Um, that <laughs> what do he, you think the issue is with him? One injuries. Health, yeah, one is health, and two, I think that when you're when you're not healthy, you can't put up the kind of numbers that people expect you to put up. Uh, and the problem is that when you can't put up those kind of numbers, and you're such a liability on defense, there's no spot for you. When you're not scoring 25 a game, and you're, you know, and you can't play defense, there's just where are you going to play him? Um, yep. Alrighty. This is a really shitty team, people. So we should all know this. Mo Wagner. I've got nothing. I'm done with him. I'm no, done with him. No faith in that. <laughs> I didn't even have faith when he was a Laker. I don't understand why they took him, but whatever. See, he's not believe, any good. Believe the hype if you want. I am not one. John Wall, I'll think we'll even get, I'll think we'll even see him play this year, so. I don't think we'll see him for a whole year. Yeah. I'm not buying it, so. You know. We finally made it to the Western Conference with the Dallas Mavericks. Whew. They have Seth Curry, Boban Manjanovic, Dillon Wright. Dillon Wright works out at my gym, so I, I actually am, right. you know, decent dude. J.J. Barea. <laughs> no, too old. Needs to, you know. Seth Curry. I wanted the Lakers to get him. They didn't, so... That's yeah, t- tough on that. Yeah, Luka Doncic, I love him. I, I, I love Luka. Luka's great. Luka's he's awesome. He needs to be on a better team though, because this team ain't shit. It's, it ain't gonna be good. They're shit. So he need, he needs to get on a better team. D- Dorian Finney Smith. <laughs> he's not gonna make the roster. He did. He been a last. <laughs> Yeah, free up some spots. They got they got the unicorn now. <laughs> but what? All right, so we've got 
Tim Hardaway Jr. I'm out. I'm out on him. Really? I, I'm out. I'm out. He man. gets overpaid every time and does nothing for me. Yeah, and that's out. the tough part, man. I want him to be good so bad. And maybe it's only because I like his dad a lot. But <laughs> Me too. Um, I, I want him to be really good or at least decent enough where mm-hmm. he, he gets in the regular rotation. Devon Harris. No, I'm done. Yeah, 15 how many years, I'm is done. that guy going to get? <laughs> Damn. Max, Maxi, Clay's a, Clay, Clay, oh, fuck it. Can't even read his name. Um, Courtney Lee, I'm done with him. Wow, Courtney Lee? <laughs> they, he got, he, they got him in the Porzingis trade. Yeah, his, his best years were in Orlando as a rookie. Yeah. Um, they're gone now. Boban Manjanovic. Good old Boban, man. You know what? I, you, know what I'm, you know what's disappointing about him? People think he's a joke. Like, he's used in jokes. People find him a yeah, joke. absolutely. And I think he's, like, honestly, he's not terrible, man. Okay. Okay. I'm not even going to try to pronounce that name. Chris Dapps Porzingis. I don't know how, what our expectations of him should be this year, considering we haven't seen the dude in almost more than 12 months. So I don't know. I don't know. I I don't think that you expect a lot out of that guy for this season. Um, I view him as kind of like Gordon Hayward last year, where you don't expect, or you shouldn't expect a lot, but you should expect something decent. Um, But. I mean, man, I think people forgot too quickly what he was doing when he was healthy. I also think the Knicks just didn't give a shit. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know uh, that. Well, all right, Dwight Powell. Mm-mm. No, you just don't. You don't like. You're not in on him. You're not. Uh, I'm. I'm not. But you know, they they paid him so. <laughs> Dillon Wright, who was decent in Toronto, he was wasn't getting no, he wasn't getting minutes, but he was okay mm-hmm. in Toronto. I work out, I've I've seen him at the gym. He's he's ripped. Okay, the dude's ripped. <laughs> Houston Rockets. So what? But what are your expectations for the Mavericks? Fringe playoff team? Yeah. All right. Friend, I don't see them actually making it, but I see them in like that ninth. I got see them trying though. You yeah. Got, you got. Yeah, they're they're in it. The Houston Rockets. Jesus. Jesus. I mean, this could be like the worst experiment ever, or it could be really good. It, it it just seems like they. It could be either a dumpster fire, or it could be like Hall of Fame level golden. I don't think it's going to be Hall of Fame. Um, Russell, they, their acquisitions this summer, they got Russell Westbrook, Tyson Chandler, Ben McLemore, and Anthony Bennett. There's two other names. Jesus Christ. Oh, why is Anthony Bennett still in the league? <laughs> he probably I, I posted on Facebook. He probably won't even make the team, so who the hell I cares? I hope not. I hope not. All right. Anthony Bennett. I'm not even going to waste my time. Clint Capella. <laughs> um, Clint Capella's good. He's man. good. Yeah, he's, he's, yeah. He's, he's really solid. Um, I, I hope that he doesn't get butt hurt about all the trade speculation. Um, but he's good, man. I think he might get traded this year. He's one of those guys. Tyson Chandler. I'm so done with him, it's not even funny. I'm out. Really? I'm out. I'm out. Because um, what he did last year with the Lakers, and he came here in, de- in December, Yeah. he had that. One, he had those two good games, and then bye. Yeah. 
I think maybe, hopefully, he can teach Clint Capella a few things from a veteran perspective. Yep, and I would like, like that, that but... too, but I don't know about that. Eric, um, let's see here. Eric Gordon. I like Eric Gordon a lot. Me too. I think they did overpay for him slightly on his extension that he just got, but um, I like him a lot. Jail Green. <laughs> He's an hey. asshole. Like I, I just look at him and I go, you were an asshole. <laughs> you know what? It's crazy to me that like he's had such an up and down career from China to the NBA and back and forth and like man it's crazy but he the, the man can hit threes you know yeah. and he still has his athleticism um he, he, okay. is who he is at this point hate him James Harden fuck you man hate you I, I have a, I have a perennial MVP candidate I hate him though I'm sorry I just don't get it I I he's one of those guys who hasn't done anything. Um, in the playoffs, like anything worth a shit. So we're still, I'm still holding out. Can't believe I just said that. Isaiah Hartenstein. (laughs) (laughs) Ben McLemore. No way in hell is he making the team. So he might. He has a number at least. He 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 might make it. Hell if I know. Uh, Austin Rivers. <laughs> I've never ever liked. I don't Austin like Rivers. him at all. I, I believe he's why Chris Paul is off the Clippers. I believe that there is actually a reason to believe that 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 they couldn't get along, and that's why they're all, he's off the team. I've never liked Austin Rivers. PJ Tucker, who I love, I like his game a lot. I just think that it sucks that they keep shoving him into the four role when he's severely, obviously, clearly undersized for that role. Russell Westbrook, what, what should we expect from him this year? Because last year he was kind of off. Oh, man, I don't know. This is probably the toughest one for me um, because there's only one basketball, and you are putting the two biggest ball hogs in the NBA on the same team. <laughs> um, and that's my problem is what are you going to do? Like, uh, I don't know, man. I know. All right, the Memphis Grizzlies. Yay! All right. They got Tyus Jones, Jade Crowder, Grayson Allen, D'Anthony Milton, Josh Jackson, Solomon Hill, Andre Iguodala, and Miles Plumley. They got a whole fucking roster. Oh, they did. Grayson Allen. What do you think of Grayson Allen? I don't like him. Why? Because he's... he's just- I don't like all the shit that he did at Duke. And he still does it in the NBA. Yeah. Okay. Kyle Anderson. I don't... I'm not a fan. No. Sorry. Mm-mm. Sorry, guys. Dylan Brooks. Mm-mm. No. Bruno Caboclo. <laughs> what? <laughs> Bruno Caboclo. That's not a thing. You even know who that is? Nope. He played in Toronto. He's terrible. Um, Jay Crowder. He's had so many chances. I mean, Jesus. I mean, every year. He's a he's he's a guy that he is who he is. Three and D guy. Yeah. Um, plays hard, but I, I mean, you're in Memphis. What are you playing for, man? Solomon Hill. <laughs> uh, no. 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 Yeah. Andre Gudala, who I don't think is even going to play in Memphis for very long. I don't think he's going to play, but I don't think that he's going to go anywhere else. I think Memphis is honestly just going to hold on to him and tell all these other teams, fuck you guys, you're not getting him for free. 
Okay. Jaron Jackson Jr. I don't know. He had some flashes. I don't think he's that good. I mean, look. Josh Jackson. Oh, my God, man. Like, uh, man, that... I'm so, kind of surprised that Phoenix gave up on him that quick, especially because they're just such a shitty fucking team. <laughs> but, you know. If, okay. If Phoenix is giving up on you, Jesus. Tyus Jones. Mm-mm. No. Nah. He's, he's had a lot of chances. They've played him so many minutes. It's not even funny. D'Anthony Milton. <laughs> Do you know he was one? He's one of those guys that Andy Enfield recruited at USC, who had all that the, those discipline issues and the fucking immaturity problems and like, God. Yeah. Ja or um, get it. We're done. Miles Plumley. Sorry, I just that I'm done with the plum with the Plumleys. Yep. Uh, Eunice Valentunis. You know what? He had some really good years in Toronto. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I I don't know if he's too old or if those years were just kind of a flash in the pan type of situation. I I'm not sure. Yeah. Good question. Oh, good lord. The New or- uh, the New Orleans Hornets. They could be really good this year, right? I mean, right. I have no faith in any of those guys. Really? I I just, I don't. Um, you know, people want to talk about the young core and, you know, they're together and, you know, all this. I'm just not. I don't. Lonzo Ball. <laughs> I can't. I'm done. I, it's over. It's no. over. You never were on it. You never were in on him. No, never. Derek Favors. Man, I remember when he was good in Utah. <laughs> he's not now. I know, and he's another guy that just really fell off. And um, oh god, Josh Hart. Try not to laugh after the last discussion we had on him. Yeah. I don't, you know. He is who he is. Um, Drew Holiday. I love Drew Holiday. Mm-hmm. I like him a lot. He's really good. Brandon Ingram, I hate you. Go to hell. I don't think that he's <laughs> going to be what people think he is. I just, I don't. Well, you know, the one good thing is that he's gone, so now the Lakers have Anthony Anthony Davis. Yep. And that there was one GM in the league who wanted him, and he has him now. So yep. good luck, David Griffin. Yep. Good luck, man. Uh, Frank Frank Jackson. No. Darius Miller, who I think tore his ACL or something in a workout. Yeah. Or, no. No. Etwan Moore. Nope. JJ Redick. Love JJ, one of my favorite players in the NBA. I wish the Lakers would have signed him. Yeah. I wish, wish, wish. What do you think of Zion? We're not, we don't. I don't normally like to bring up rookies when yeah. we do this, but what, what do you think of Zion? It's so tough for me. I, I don't have anything against him personally, and I'd love to see him succeed. Um, 
One, I wish people would stop saying that he's the next LeBron because he's not. Um, and I don't think he'll ever be. Uh, I have always maintained that I think a comparable sort of, if you want to compare him to somebody, is Blake Griffin. Yep. I think he will be Blake Griffin, maybe a little bit better, um, but I think that's about where it ends. I, I don't think that he gets significantly better than Blake Griffin. I don't. He'll never be in the LeBron stratosphere. He just doesn't have all the tools. Um, Lamarcus Aldridge. No, 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 going to the San Antonio Spurs, excuse me. Yeah. LaMarcus Aldridge. Love LaMarcus, man. I've always liked LaMarcus. I was me a too. huge fan of his when he was in Portland. Do you think he's tailored off? I think he has. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's older. You know, he's playing a different system, things like that. But um, I still think he's really good. Marco Bellinelli. You know, Talk about I, that chances, you know. Come on, guys. You know, that you guy, he just surprises you, though, man. Like, he, he gets a chance, and then he'll have, like, flashes here and there. Like, Pop is good at finding those guys, man. He's good at reviving guys. He's yep. Boris Diaw. Damari Carroll. Lord. I'm not a fan of Damari Carroll, but he's a good defender. Damar DeRozan. I love Damar DeRozan. Me too. I wanted the Lakers to get him so bad at her. I did too. Uh, but just because you and I are shameless USC apologists that we're willing to yeah. say we like these guys, even though we know better. <laughs> Uh, listen, man, I was happy when the Lakers got Nick Young. Yeah. I was happy for that one, man. <laughs> Fun fact about Nick Young, he was the guy that eliminated Kevin Durant in the NCAA tournament when Kevin Durant was at Texas. Oh, that's right. So, you know, Nick Young has an accomplishment or two on his resume. You want a oh, ring, which he's World champion Nick Young, you'll have to excuse oh, me. Oh, yes. Bern Forbes. <laughs> no. Yeah. Rudy Gay, I'm done with him. I have totally done. Yeah, Rudy Gay is interesting to me because, again, I bring up that Pop is good at reviving guys, and Rudy Gay had, like, a decent year last year, and he played well in DeMar DeRozan's absence. Yeah. So I'm not willing to write off old guys when it comes to Popovich being the coach. Trey Lyles. <laughs> That's a tough one, man. He's he's another one that a lot of people thought was going to be pretty good. Chiminesi Metu. <laughs> I've got no fucking idea what you just said. He's from USC. He was the. <laughs> he's not good. Like he's not. So we don't talk about him. <laughs> Patty Mills. Oh, good God, Patty Mills. Um, <laughs> <sighs> nah, he's just another. He's just another role player. He's not. Yeah. Dejounte Murray. Um, you know what? For some reason, Pop is really high on him. I don't know why, but I'm still late. I, I, I don't either, but I will say this. Pop has earned the benefit of the doubt from me, and so if, if Pop is high on him, then I will reserve judgment until we really see it play out. He's, he's a good defender, a, though. I he's got to get know. a couple more years under his belt okay. um, to see it play out. Um, good God. Jakob Port Pertle. I don't know who that is. You don't know? Oh, well, okay. They they got him in the DeRozan trade. He was the fat dude uh, in Toronto who backed up Valentunas. Who went to Utah to Poland. I don't even remember that. Okay. okay. I right. remember it's really good. All right. Um, Lonnie Walker. I don't think we, we've never, we haven't even seen him play. So nope. he's been hurt. Yep. Derek White. I think it's too late. Too, too, I think it's too early. Too early. We haven't seen them. The Denver Nuggets, who I think are the most overrated team in the in the West, because 
they didn't do enough to change their roster, and they don't, and they they just seem to just they seem to just be okay with being for being in the in the middle, you know, and that is something that worries me. If you're okay with being in the middle, then right, like that that's that's worrisome, right? To me, it is. Yeah, but like I said earlier, I think that this is the opportunity for Mike Malone. It's right now with that team where you legitimately have a chance to make it to the NBA Finals because the Warriors are done. Mm -hmm. The super team is gone. There's no other new super teams. Everybody's got two stars. And honestly, the Nuggets for not having two stars have... Probably the deepest team in the NBA. Okay, so let's go into this. is the last one before I um, put the ad on. Okay. Will Barton. Eh. Uh, I mean, he's, he's, a, he's a contributor. Yeah. Bull, bull. <laughs> Man. <sighs> Look at him. I know. <laughs> um... I, I hope he does well, man. I don't know what else to say. I, I hope he does well. Bull, bull, bull. Okay. Malik Beasley. You know, he's a good scorer, man. Yeah, yeah. He came off the bench and had some good games last year. Um, Tory Craig. He's not bad either. Jeremy Grant. No, I'm not on the Jeremy Grant train. They, they overpaid him, so. Gary Harris. Gary Harris is good. I like Gary Harris a lot. Juan Horan Gomez. <laughs> nope. Um, Nikola Jokic. Oh, dude, what else is there to say about the Joker? First of all, he's probably got the best nickname in the game uh, as the Joker. Mm -hmm. And secondly, um, you know, the dude is an absolute monster. He's physically bigger than just about any center in the league, except for maybe Joel Embiid. Um Paul Millsap. Wide margin. Um, he's old. Come on, guys. We're done. He's We're... old, but, man, on a team like that where he doesn't have to carry the load and he doesn't have to play a lot of minutes, I think he's a good fit. <laughs> Monte Morris. Yeah, he's not bad. You know. Jamal Murray. Love me some Jamal Murray. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He is, he is good. Uh, I think he's still a little young, you know, trying to go for, uh, what was it, 50 points yeah, uh, yeah. on a last-second three, you know, stuff like that. I'm kind of like, eh, you know, don't. You'll get more opportunities. But at the end of the day, I'd take him on my team any day. All right. Um, last but not least with the Denver Nuggets, Mason Plumley. Um, nope. Yeah, I'm done. Mm -hmm. Okay. Knock this out. We've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Nine more. Okay. Jesus. I know. It's taking forever. Might as well save that for next week. I don't I don't know if we can. Because <laughs> I have something else planned. Minnesota Timberwolves. Yay! They're gonna be so. They're gonna be so good, aren't they? <laughs> Minnesota every year is a team that people think are gonna be good, and they're not. Uh, so this is this is this is what they got. 
free agency. Jordan Bell, Trevion Graham, and Jake Lehman. Shabazz Napier, Noah Vonley, and Tyrone Wallace. Is that... That's not good. <laughs> None of it's good. No. No. All right. Jordan Bell. Mm-mm. No, no way. Robert Covington. Um, I like his game. Uh, again, I just—he's not a difference maker. Uh, Gorgie Jang. I can't. I can't do it with him. I can't do it. I'm done. It's over. Um, Trevion Graham. Mm-mm. Jake Lehman. Shabazz Napier, Hover, sorry. Over yeah, at. he's another guy that I really liked at, at UConn. But hasn't done shit in his mm-hmm. pro career, so we're done. Done with that. Josh Okoji. Okoji. Mm-mm. <laughs> so we're done with him, too. Well, this, is a, this is a shitty roster. Uh, Jeff Teague. I don't know you why know, he's still there. I don't get it with him. I think it's because they don't have a they can't get a better replacement. He's not absolutely terrible. I'm not saying uh, he's terrible. I'm saying he's better than to be on a shitty team like that. He can do something. Yeah. Uh Carl Anthony Towns. I like him, he but he would I'm... be the guy that has to has to step it up and take it to the next level because he has to be the best player on that team. And I don't think he can be a best player on a good team. They can't be good. It can't be good. I'm sorry. It's it's a tough spot for that team, um, but it's a god awful market. The weather sucks. There's really nothing good about that roster, is there? I mean, Noah Vonley. <laughs> no, got nothing. Right, and Tyron, 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 Tyron Wallace. I still have nothing. Nope. Um, Andrew Wiggins, who's the most one of the most overrated players ever of all time, so, all time. Andrew Wiggins is interesting because he had a lot of hype. He hasn't quite lived up to it yet. Mm -hmm. And I'm always curious on, like, he's right on the edge of, like, okay, now you're good. Like, now you're the guy. But he hasn't gotten there yet. And I'm starting to wonder if it's not going to happen. Me too. But I don't want to believe that we're at that point yet because he's still so young. Um, and he hasn't had, like, great leadership around him necessarily. Great veteran leadership, mm-hmm. really. Um, you know, so I don't know. Right. But he has to continue to improve his game. Yep. Where's your expectation about for the Timberwolves? Playoffs, maybe. Honestly, the Eight. West is so stacked this year that if they make it, they'll barely make it, in my opinion. Oklahoma City Thunder. They they added Danilo Gallinari, Shea Gilgis Alexander, Mike Muscala, and Chris Paul. Yep. I would. I mean. Mike Muscala. I mean, son of a bitch, dude. I mean, what, what, what's your, what, what? <laughs> Why? They just had to get whoever they could get for Russ, to be honest. They, they just had to fill the holes. Steven Adams. Mm. 
good role player. Um, I like him. I like. I think he's tough. Like you would, he'd beat he'd beat the shit out of you if you saw him somewhere and you stared at him. Like, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, Hamadou Diallo. <laughs> Fucking guy, man. That guy has some springs. He could definitely. He's got athleticism, but um, he's so raw in terms of like skill or lack thereof. He needs a lot of work. Um, but it could happen if he gets some good coaching around him. Uh, it's Raymond Velton. I have him down as a free agent. I don't even know if he's even on the roster anymore. But I'm not gonna count his fat ass. <laughs> Terrence Ferguson. <laughs> nope, nope. Mm-hmm. Danilo Gallinari. He was, he, you know, he was good with the Clippers, man. He, he, he was good. He's just gonna get hurt again. That's the problem. He always gets hurt. He's so fragile, but he's a good player. Okay, we've got. We're, it's getting really hard now. Shay Gergis Alexander. Oh, that's terrible. Oh, no, I'm not talking about that guy. Why don't you? What? What do you? Th- why don't you? I don't think he. I don't think he's what people think he is. To be honest, do you? No, he's not. <laughs> that's the problem. But you know, whatever. Like I said, they just had Oklahoma City was in a tough spot. They just had to get whatever they could get for Russ. Um. Mike Muscala. <laughs> He's terrible. <laughs> He's terrible. That's all that needs to be said about that guy. Um, Nolan's Noel. <laughs> he keeps getting all these chances. He's one of those guys who keeps getting all these chances and blows it. On something stupid. So... Uh, yeah, I've never thought that he was going to be any good. Even when he was in college and there was all this hype around him and all this other shit. First of all, the guy played like one game. <clears throat> and he proceeded to say that he wanted to break Anthony Davis's all-time block record, which obviously didn't happen. <laughs> I don't understand why <clears throat> Philadelphia drafted him. I really don't, way back when. Because uh, they had Jaleel Okafor, who I like much more than Nerland's Noel. But whatever. Yeah, he's nothing. <clears throat> Chris Paul. Man, it's, I feel so bad for that guy. That guy that guy is probably going to play in Oklahoma City this year. Mm-hmm. There, I don't see a way that he won't. Do you? No, because there's nobody that will take that money. <laughs> um, and yeah, I, I, wanted to, I wouldn't just take him. That's it. I, I just, I'm over him. Like I, I feel like he's such an injury risk that mm-hmm. he'll screw anybody's chances of being good. Mm-hmm. You know, like the problem is when he's healthy, he'll be good enough to start, and then he'll get hurt, and now you're playing without your starter. Mm-mm. Andre Roberson. <laughs> you know what? He's a good Excuse defender, me. man. But he's been hurt so much that. Yep. Bye. But he's a he's a really good defender. Yep. Dennis Schroeder. I've never liked him. No, he were have vibe. He looks like a. Um... <laughs> He, his, his hair, he's just weird. He's just a weird dude. I mean, 
I just don't get his, his why people like him so much. He's gotten so many chances and so much money. It's like Jesus, man. Mm-hmm. Portland Trailblazers. They actually did had a pretty good off season because they they did something that I thought was kind of interesting. They basically overhauled half their roster, mm-hmm. and I think they they're gonna be better for it because the guys that ever then. Seth Curry, I don't think any of those guys are any good. Like, more Mo Hawkless? Like, really? Mm-hmm. Really? I mean, Al Camino, I just haven't... I just don't... <laughs> no. I've never... Mm-hmm. been a fan of Al Farouk. <laughs> it's just the name. You're like, really? Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Kent Bazemore! Yay! Not no. a fan of his, either. Zach Collins. Mm-hmm. Not a fan, but you know. Pow, this all too old. He's too he's, old, man. He's got to stop. Eighteen mm-hmm. years mm-hmm. in the league, okay. Mario Hazonia. No, I don't I'm know done. why people like that guy so much, man. <laughs> I'm I'm not a fan of his. <laughs> no, Rodney Hood. He's another one that I don't really get, but okay, you know. So, yeah, he's interesting to me because he's very, very spurtish. Like, yeah. in Utah, he was okay. He was like a 14, 15-point-a-guy game. Goes to Cleveland, can't do squat <laughs> when LeBron is there. LeBron leaves, and then last year he really steps it up. So it's like when he's on a bad team or when he's like the focal point, he does well, and then when he's not, he's not a good role player. So it'll be interesting to see how he adjusts, but you know, I hope that um. Okay. Yeah. I hope he figures it out. Sky the BCA. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Mm-mm. Nope. <laughs> not happening. What's your problem with Sky the BCA? <laughs> He's not good. I know that, but. <laughs> Other than that, I got no problem with the guy. I don't know him. <laughs> Damian Lillard, love him. One of the best. Yeah, he's he great. Guy. He's great. If he ever becomes a Laker, good. Man, yeah, that'd be awesome. CJ McCollum, love him too, man. Mm-hmm. One of the greatest. They're the best backcourt in the NBA. In my they opinion. are. Yusef Nurkic. I pray to God that guy stays healthy. He's so good, but he can't stay healthy, and that's the problem. And Anthony Tolliver. I'm not a fan, man. <laughs> he really fat. Isn't he? Like, look at him. He just looks so unathletic to me. <laughs> Hassan Whiteside. Mm-hmm. I'm over on him big time. I, I okay, don't know. So I'm not. I'm not done with Hassan Whiteside yet. And I'm I'm gonna say this. I think part of it is because he lost motivation on a really shitty Miami team. <laughs> but I'm hoping that this newfound rejuvenation on a good team in Portland where he's got leaders like Damian Lillard who will call him out on his shit um, 
and he's got something to play for because I mean, Portland's good, man. Portland is a good team. They just shit the bed in the in the in the final in the conference finals last year. I mean, yeah, but you know, they, dude, they were going to against a stacked team, so it's just, man. They were, but they were. They went on. They went. They 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 played the Warriors before everybody got hurt. Mm-hmm. So I mean. That's what I'm saying. Like they they got the they got the shit into the stick on that one. But I, I think I think he I think Toronto would beat Portland in four games. <laughs> like I don't I don't see in it. Um. Anyway, last year yeah, not this year. Toronto is fucking terrible. They're gonna, or they're gonna be terrible. <laughs> but whatever. Utah they, they the Utah Jazz. <laughs> Their additions: Mike Connolly, Boyan Bogdanovich. Jeff Green, Ed Davis, Emmanuel Moutier. This so team's going to be good, man. They're going to be good, man. a team that I like a lot. Yeah. That coach is good. That Quinn Snyder, shit. His defensive schemes he runs are legit. Mm-hmm. And I think that... Utah's going to be a sleeper. Honestly, yeah. to me, Utah's biggest thing is going to be Donovan Mitchell. They will go as far as he takes them because he's got to take that next step. He's got to take the next step as, like, the dominant guy. All right. So, Boyan Bogdanovich. I like him, man. Me too. He's a good I wanted the Lakers to get him. I really did. He was one yeah, of those guys. Yeah, he ran out of money, to be honest. Well, he was already taken by then. <laughs> it was, he beat them to it. Mm. Oh, God. Mike Conley. Love me some Mike Conley. Now, I think he's slightly overpaid, but I love me some Mike Conley, man. He's such a, a, a fluid, really good point guard. Okay. Ed Davis, solid, solid contributor, man. Yeah, he'll 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 do something for you. Mm-hmm. I I was I thought it was a shame that the Lakers only kept his ass for one year. Mm, yeah, do with something. Yeah, man. that guy that guy can but do that something. That shows you where our front office was at. <laughs> stupid. <laughs> Dante Exum. <laughs> He's probably the only guy. First of all, there was so much hype around that guy coming from <laughs> Australia. <clears throat> He's not materialized into anything. So he's the guy that you can let go and just say, all right, well, okay, whatever. We don't really need you. But, you know, whatever. Excuse me. Um, Rudy Gobert. Love him, man. I saw him at a Sparks game this summer, man. Mm-hmm. I love Rudy Gobert. I just wish he wouldn't cry so fucking much. What? Yeah, when he cried when he won Defensive Player of the Year, like, all right, dude, <laughs> it's a fucking trophy, man. Let's not get so emotional about this. It's not that dramatic, but and everybody knew you were gonna win anyway. So who cares? Yeah, um, and I think he cried about the All Star thing too. God. Like, Jesus, dude, just suck it the fuck up. <laughs> but Jeff Green, Jeff game. Green. Okay, so Jeff Green is a guy that I liked a lot when he was in Oklahoma City, man. Mm-hmm. I liked him a lot. Um, obviously, he's not that same guy. He had the heart surgery and everything like that, and he was really never the same. But I do think that he could be a contributor on a team like that where they're not going to ask him to do a lot. He doesn't have to be a starter. He doesn't even have to give you anything major. But when he was in Cleveland, you know, with LeBron, he was okay. Yeah, he was okay with the Clippers for that second half of a year. Mm-hmm. He was okay. Yeah. So I think that's a good pickup, man. Come off the bench. Got awful in Orlando because Orlando didn't have a plan. Yeah. So. Um, Joe Ingles, who I like, I like that guy. That guy man, is something, man. That guy 
has to be the biggest sleeper in the entire NBA. The Clippers gave up on him. They shipped him away. And yeah, then they the did. Utah gets hold of him like, no, nah, man, we're, we're keeping you. Yeah. I mean, Utah sees something in players, man. Whoever does their player development is really good. They're, they're player scouting and personal. Because I remember really when good. I saw the Clippers, I was like, when I saw him on the Clippers, I'm like, man, they got to keep him. This guy's really good. And then they just cut him during the preseason, and we never saw him again. He's better than Mirza Tiratia Dulcich. I mean, shit, man. Yeah. That, that. Joe Ingles is good, man. He's he's legitimately becoming a, a star player. Yep. I love him. I, I, I watch Utah on NBA League Pass just because I want to watch them. Because that team is crazy what they can do. You know who's the, who was a broadcast analyst for them? Hmm. Mike Smith. Oh, yeah? The Clipper dude who got fired. Oh, shit. He, he's a weird dude, tell you. <laughs> Donovan Mitchell. Love me some Donovan Mitchell. I, I, brought, I bought a t-shirt. I was all in until I realized it was all made of plastic. It smelled like shit. <laughs> I love me some Donovan Mitchell. He's I think he so has good. to be really good this year for them, though. He has to. He does. He does. He's got to be. He's got to really separate himself this year from a good scorer to a great player. I was at the ESPYs the year that he won. I think it was a year ago. No, it was last year. And he was talking about how he couldn't believe how far he came because he's from New York and had nothing as a kid. And just a really just a really cool guy. Emmanuel Moutier. Jesus, God. Listen, man, I guess if you're going to be the backup, like, he's a decent backup, I guess. He's not... He can't play more than 15. or screwed, but... <laughs> no, but I mean, you've got Mike Conley in there, who's obviously gonna okay. take all the most of the minutes. And I, th- I think after that, honestly, you slide Donovan Mitchell in to to do most of the point guard duties. So really, yep. you know, all right, minimum back. Gorgas no Gort Gorgas no- Niang. I like that guy. Niang, I like him. That dude's tough. Okay. I don't know if you ever seen him play because you're not. Okay. Nope. All right. Um, Royce O'Neal, who I like. That guy's good. Yeah. Uh, well. Solid, solid. Yep. Golden you, State Warriors. Utah's a really solid team. Golden Gold, State, man. Uh, the biggest question mark in the NBA, I think. Yeah. I, I'm, not buy, I'm, not, I'm not buying it. But, I mean, I feel like we know what Steph, what Steph, oh, shit. Steph Curry is like when, when something is expected of him without someone else around. I think we've seen it, and we know what that is, and I don't really like it a hell of a lot. You know? We'll see. We'll see if he's, you know, oh, Jesus. into something else. Here we go. If you want to talk about a shitty roster construction, we've got, for the Warriors, you get Alec, Bur- Alec Burks, Willie Cauley-Stein, Glenn Robinson the third, Omari Spillman, D'Angelo Russell. What the fuck did they just put together? <laughs> They just put together a really athletic team that can't do a lot. <laughs> but they this, is a, this is a year where we'll, we'll see if Steve Kerr is actually good at his job. <laughs> this is what's going to test him because this team is, mm-hmm. oh, man, they're bad. Mm-hmm. But, so here we go. Some, we got... Um, I'll tell you what they're going to do. They're going to run up and down the court all game. For they're going to get themselves minutes. tired, too. But I don't think they're going to be a... Um, a good second half team, but that's what they're going to be doing. Like, I just don't, but 
They were always are they were they were always a really good first second half team. They were always mm-hmm. beating everybody in the second half. They would yep. they would no matter how good they looked in the first half, it didn't matter because they knew that they knew they could come back yep. and cause trouble later in a game. Yep. Alec Burks. Um. He was okay, man. He's good coming off the bench. You know, decent contributor. Um, he was he was okay in Utah. Yep. Willie Colley Stein, who I wouldn't have paid anything for, anything to, period. Um, yeah, you know, he's a, a big athletic guy. Reminds me of JaVale McGee, where you yeah. can't really do a lot, but you're not going to But I, think, I think JaVale McGee's better, though. I feel like JaVale McGee's actually better. You know? At that stage in their careers, um, I think JaVale McGee was better, though. Maybe. Oh, I feel like he was. Steph Curry. We already know yeah, what we, Steph Curry is. One we of the greatest shooters. One of the greatest shooters, but if you but if you ask him to do anything by himself without Clay, we're gonna find out this year. This I, is the, this, this is the year. I mean, you, you know, you never know uh, with Steph. He might have, you know, through all these kind of, <clears throat> I don't want to say break years, but all these last few years where he's had so much help that he doesn't have to do anything. Mm-hmm. He might be well rested for this. All right, so um, Draymond Green. I know how you feel about I, it. Mm, I hate that guy. First <laughs> of all, I think he's overpaid, overrated. I think he's garbage. Yeah, that's just me. But I also don't like him as a pure, as, a, as as a person. So I've already ranted about his ass before. I've already told my story about him before. So I don't I don't really need to repeat it again. Um, come on, Looney. <coughs> uh, no. <laughs> no. I know the man got some minutes last year, but that's... No. He went to UCLA, so I don't really care. Uh-huh. Alfonso McKinney. <laughs> nope. This you know, he's, get, he's getting some minutes this year, though. Mm-hmm. He's going to get some. Oh, yeah. He's going to get some. Uh, Glenn Robinson the third, another athletic guy that just can't or so far hasn't proven much of anything other than that he can jump. <laughs> D'Angelo Russell, who I fucking can't stand. I, I, I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. That's it. I got. I don't. I don't get it with him. Um. So. I think it's a really tough spot for me with that guy. Um, because I want to think he's good, but I'm not buying it anymore. I'm done. I've seen. I don't even think he should take credit for getting an All Star selection. I don't think he should either. But I'm curious to see if he can actually be a, you know, um, twenty point a game guy. Because now he'll be in a stacked West. He'll be. Um, on a team with a where he's not the best player, so he won't have the green light to shoot it all day. Uh, so I'm really curious to see what he's going to do. Really curious. All right. Amari Spillman. Clay mm-hmm. <laughs> nope. Thompson, who we won't probably see yeah, until j- j- January, February? At the earliest, man. Because yeah. honestly, if the Warriors are off to a terrible start, they might as well just rest them for the rest of the year. Yeah. Because I don't, I'm not in on this Warrior team as much as other people. I'm just not. 
I, I know what I know what I I've seen this before. I know what this is. We saw the Lakers try to be good with Kobe, who you know when he got hurt. Like we know what this is. Maybe Steph is younger than Kobe was at that time, so maybe it'll last longer. I'm I'm not oh, I'm not gonna write them off yet in terms of not making the playoffs. I think that they have a pretty decent chance to make the playoffs. But the problem is, once they get there, they're not going anywhere. Why do people like Ramona Shelburne think they're any good? Well, I think part of it is you just have to kind of respect what they've already accomplished and say, okay, they've earned the benefit of the doubt. I think there's a more of a chance that the Lakers make it to the conference finals than the Warriors make it to the second round. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, I would, but I'm not going to be one of those people that doesn't think that they're going to not make the playoffs. I don't think they'll. I'm not saying. I'm not saying they won't make it. I'm saying how far are they going to go? Because they just they just don't work for me. I wouldn't be surprised if they if they get bounced in the first round. To be me honest, too. depending on who they play. Me too. All right, we're getting to the home stretch here. Thank God, uh, the the Clippers. Um, right. I, I'm I'm a little out on this roster. I'm just a little done. I'm just a little out on it. But you know, look, they we can't overstate how good Kawhi Leonard is. We already know they got Paul George. We won't see him probably until after Thanksgiving. Would you say Paul George? Yeah. I don't know. That's what I'm thinking. Um. Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, Maurice Hawkless, who's not good mm-hmm. people. <laughs> Patrick Patterson, who I like off the bench, mm-hmm. who do something for you. Mm-hmm. So, Pat Patrick Beverly. Man, mm-hmm. I've really grown to like him. I hated him. Um, and I still part of me still hates him only because he's such an irritant, but <laughs> he's really good at his yeah. job, man. He knows his role, he stays in his lane and he is Excellent at it. Play defense and get in other people's heads. That's his job. Mm-hmm. Paul George. Um, I love Paul George. I've always been critical of him not being able to hit a clutch shot. Um, he really hit some for Oklahoma City last year when he basically carried them. Um, I'm not convinced that he's uh, gotten rid of that whole not being clutch thing. Um, but... He also doesn't have to be because now they got Kawhi Leonard. But other than that not being clutch thing, I love Paul George in his game. All right. Jermichael Green. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm out on that one. Mm-mm. They paid him again. Yep. They did. Mar- Maurice Hawkless. I've been out on him for a long time. It's <laughs> not going to happen. Um... Montrez Harrell. Mm-mm. I'm done. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna not go. a fan. He's a neighbor of mine. My mom saw him at the grocery store. I don't know what street he lived on, but... Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, Kawhi Leonard, we we already know. Everybody knows how good he is. We're not by him. Rodney Magruder. Former Miami Heat. Great. Rodney Magruder. Can't say I'm in on that one too much. Patrick Patterson, who I absolutely love off that bench. 
I love Patrick Patterson as well. They needed was, that. He was really a vet good. who actually does something and actually mm-hmm. can contribute to something. Yeah, and he was really good in Toronto. Yep. He was okay in Oklahoma City, but yeah, he was okay. He's Still not going to. That team turned out, so <laughs> I can't put it all on him. Jerome Robinson. <laughs> nope. You don't even know who that is, do you? Um, Landry Shamit, who I love from the three-point line. That guy can drain him like Steph Curry. You know, a lot of people are high on, on Shamit. Um, I don't know where I'm at with him. I'm kind of in the middle. Because I feel like I feel like he... I, I don't ever expect him to be really good or anything like that. But I think he's just got to take that next step to add one more phase to his game. Mm-hmm. Just a little something to be a better bench Lou player. Williams. Sweet Lou, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Gotta love that guy. That guy's great. Ivica Zubat. You know what? <laughs> I was off I on was, him was, until Christmas. Yeah, and then, and then he started he playing. Got, I was high on him. Yeah. I, I was the same way. I was like, nah, he's not going to be much. And then all of a sudden, he starts dropping like 20 points. And I was like, what the hell? Yeah. we See... He, he he played well enough at night that we forgot that we lost LeBron. Like we, you know, like he did enough to kind of. Here we go. Oh, Our team, the L.A. Lakers. Woohoo! They 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 got Anthony Davis, Danny Green, Avery Bradley, Demarcus Cousins, Quinn Cook, Troy Daniels, and Jared Dudley, and Giannis's brother, Kustos Atticumbo. <laughs> Can we just stop? With the Antetokounmpo for, I mean, come on. Every, everybody's like, oh, he has that last name. He's got the last name. He's related. <laughs> That's the worst part. But All right, people. Let's do it. Avery Bradley. <laughs> Honestly, I love Avery Bradley, man. Um, I think he tailed off with the Clipper, though. I don't think he was that good with the Clippers, but. I'm hoping that he can kind of have a resurgence with LeBron. I think he, I would like to see him. Be the Avery Bradley in Boston. Yeah, I want to see that. That's I, what I, I want. I would love to see that. Honestly, he doesn't need to do more than that. Just be the one of the best defenders um, and, uh, you know, scrap for your buckets. That's it, man. Okay. Catavius Caldwell Pope. Not a fan I'm of him. I'm done with him. Done. It's over. I was a fan of him out of, out of college at Georgia. But after that, I'm done. Seen enough of his game. I don't need to see any more. Mm-hmm. And uh, priced it. Yeah. That? No way. <laughs> Alex Caruso, who I'm a little worried about, but you know he is a fan favorite. Everybody loves that guy. But um, for what? Because he's got the dunks. Um, <laughs> you know, I've never seen the guy man. dunk a basketball, but okay. I I am Quinn Cook. I'm not high on Quinn Cook. I know that other people are. I'm not. I'm, I'm, I, okay, here's what you do with Quinn Cook. You let him play for, you let him get the la- you let him get a shot. You're down by five with four minutes to play. Okay. And that's how you're going to use him. That's exactly what you're going to do. Because he can drain you a shot. Okay. DeMarcus Cousins is probably not going to play. And after this whole acquisition, he probably won't at all. So I'm out. Troy Daniels. I don't think where he's seeing the court. <laughs> I'm not a fan of his either. And here's my thing. I understand that you have to fill up the roster. But fill it up with guys that can do something in a pinch. Not Troy Daniels. <laughs> I don't even remember where he even was last year, do you? Like, uh, I don't. He's a prop. 
But we're, I'd we're, rather have Carmelo Anthony than Troy Daniels. I think most people would. Anthony Davis, we know how good he is. I don't need to talk about him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jared Dudley, who's really old, I don't think has has got nothing. This is the worst. The worst. <laughs> First of all, I never liked him. And ne- second of all, now we got him at his oldest. Like, come on, dude. Why? I'd rather have bought brand new vending machines with that money. <laughs> Danny Green, who I love, love, love having him. Love, I'm, I'm so excited about that. I was that obviously besides Anthony Davis was my favorite signing. Like I love that guy. I wanted the Lakers to get him so bad. LeBron James, we already know how good he is. We ain't gotta talk about. Mm-hmm. Javale McGee. I'm actually glad that they retained him because he played really well last year. Yeah. And he was not shacked in a full MVP, Javale McGee. So as long as he stays the course and LeBron yep. can keep him in line, go for it, man. Yep. 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 Okay, Kyle Kuzma. <laughs> uh, yeah. I think he could. I think. I think you, the reason why you have him is because why you kept him is because he was the one who was able to play with LeBron the best out of all yeah. of them. His game translates the best. Um, I'm not sure that Kuzma will be significantly better than he already is. I think he's pretty close to his ceiling, but I don't think that it's bad. Like I think he's genuinely a good player. Rajon Rondo, who I wanted them to just. Bail of a trash and see, never see him again. And here's one player that you and I are on opposite ends on. Because I like Rondo. I understand that he gets hurt a lot, and that's that's a very but I, fair criticism. But, but I feel like for the money he makes, wouldn't I want him to be dependable? Like, I mean, come on, right? Yeah, and, and, and it's, a, it's, a fair, it's a fair argument for sure. I just always think about it back to playoff. Level. Okay, we've got the Phoenix Suns. They've got two teams to go. It's right. ridiculous. DeAndre Ayton, we've already talked about him. We know he's not going to be any good. We already know that. I hope that he turns it around, man. Me too, man. Oh, my like, God. I, so, with DeAndre Ayton, he's not good right now, but he's still so young that I just really hope that he doesn't end okay. up getting Here's one of my favorites. Okay. Phoenix coaching staff. Well, they have Monty Williams, so, I mean, I don't know what to say. Apparently, players love him. I don't. Here's one of my favorites. All right. Aaron Baines. I love that. This guy is great. You know, he, man, he's one of those, again, going back to Pop, yeah. Pop just finds these guys, man. He found Jonathan Simmons, so he doesn't always find the greatest in the world. But Well, in all fairness, when Jonathan Simmons was on the Spurs, he was great. Coming off the bench, he would get you like 15 a game. Yeah. That's why he got paid In so Orlando, he, he couldn't do that. But you know we he's see. He's on the lead now, so we don't have to worry about him. I don't we see think. what Orlando has done to other players too. Um, Devin Booker, we know how great he is. We love. Devin I wish Booker, he was yeah. on a better team. The Lakers could have had him. I, I know. You mean they could have traded for him, or no? They could have drafted him. <laughs> I don't think anybody. In all fairness, I don't think anybody knew he was. I don't think he'd be this good. good. I don't think anyone did. He was a fucking sixth man at Kentucky. Yeah. yeah. Didn't even crack the starting Check lineup. Check Diallo. Mm. <laughs> No. Diallo's not doing it, man. No, none of the uh, Diallos. Virginia rookie, Ty Jerome. Who's okay in college, but that's about I'm, it. I'm not high on him coming into the pros, man. Tyler Johnson. <laughs> nope. Nope. I talked about him earlier. Nope. Frank Kaminsky. <laughs> no. No. Like, 
No. He was terrible in Charlotte. Why is he going to be better on a worse team? <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, God. Oh, here we go. We've got Kelly Oubre Jr. <laughs> I mean, honestly, outside of Devin Booker and DeAndre Ayton, that team is full of no's. <laughs> oh, God. Um, Ricky Rubio. No. I've never been high on Ricky Rubio. I have to give him credit. He did improve a lot in Utah, but I've I've just never been a huge Ricky Rubio. Okay, guy. so here's one that I here's one that I don't get. Dario Saric. I did I, I did what for what? I don't know. Man, it's Phoenix. Yeah. Okay. So this is our last team, and thank God, the Sacramento Kings. Oh wow. We're really ending on a good one here, aren't we? Trevor, you know I'd rather end on Sacramento than fucking Phoenix, though. <laughs> I think Sacramento might be okay. Like it uh, might. Let's look at what they did. Let's look at what. But their lead assistant Igor Kokoshkov, and we know how I feel about him. So, let's, and they got Luke. So good luck, guys. <laughs> they have Trevor Ariza, Ariza, Dwayne Dedman, Rashawn Holmes, and Corey Joseph. I like Corey Joseph though. Dwayne Dedman, SC alum. Oh baby. yeah, no one knows remembers that. <laughs> I he do. didn't play. <laughs> All right, man. <laughs> SC for life, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Proud to claim that. <clears throat> Jesus. He didn't really play. I mean, like, he was. <laughs> nope. Okay. Trevor Ariza. I like Trevor Ariza, man. Yeah. I know he's, like, you know, getting up there in age and everything like that, but he's still a really solid contributor. He's the quintessential 3 and D guy. Okay. We love, got. Love Trevor Ariza. I would have liked the Lakers to yeah. get him. I, I wanted him more than Tyson Chandler shit. Yep. Marvin Bagley. Um, you know what? It's too early for me to say one way or the other on Bagley. Yep. He had some really good yep. games last year, yep. honestly. Yeah. Um Harrison Barnes. I am no, done. I've it's never over. liked Harrison Barnes. Even when he was in North Carolina. And I'm I done. love North Carolina. Nemanja Biolisa. <laughs> that sounds more like a pizza than a basketball player. Mm-mm. Bogdan Bog. But Bogdanovich. Bogdanovich. I like Bogdanovich, man. He's 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 um he's had some streaks. He's a streaky shooter, mm-hmm. but I, I like him, man. Um, all right, Corey Brewer. Use him right, Corey Brewer. That's an effort guy right there. You know, <laughs> he will he will out hustle just about anybody, and, and I respect that a lot, man. He was a good Laker. I tell you, man. That that hustle, man. That's I what mean, it I, is. I'm telling you, he was he was good on the Lakers, man. Um, you don't believe me? <laughs> you know. That's... Okay, so we've got Dwayne Dedman. Ooh. And SC alum, that's all yeah, I can yep, say about yep. him. Yogi Ferrell. Nope. Nope. De'Aaron Fox. Oh, man, I, I like love him me some De'Aaron Fox. De'Aaron... I was at the, I, I was working the, the, the draft party for ESPN uh, when Lonzo was in that draft. And I told everybody that would listen to me, so you can ask anybody that worked that one, I said that the Lakers <laughs> should take De'Aaron Fox over Lonzo Ball. But you got to admit, well, the people who work in our team know shit about sports. I mean, like, real zero, like, straight-up zeros. I told that to all the fans who were coming in. I told that to everybody that would listen People to who are working, I'm telling you, Will, the people who are working working these events ever you and me probably don't even know who De'Aaron Fox is. I love me some De'Aaron Fox, man. But, and, you, but you know why I say that, right? Like, So here, here's my thing. I fell in love with De'Aaron Fox 
when he tore up uh, Lonzo and NCAA. Yes. <laughs> it was at that uh, moment that I realized, yo. Okay. Yogi Ferrell. Mm-mm. Nope. Can't, not, can't do it. Mm-hmm. Sorry about that, guys. Um, Harry Giles. No. Mm-hmm. Needs to stay healthy, and he's not, so. Yeah. That. <laughs> Kyle Guy. Jesus. Wow. <laughs> like, I wasn't even a fan of his in college, to be honest. Buddy Heel. You know what? Healed. Buddy Heald has gotten better because when he first came into the league, I thought he was going to be an absolute bust. <laughs> I thought because of where he came, because of where he was, he was in the with the Pelicans and they couldn't do it. I thought he was going to be terrible. Yeah, but so, he's honestly last year he had a decent yeah, year, man. Yeah. So um, Rashawn Holmes. No. Mm-mm. See, yeah, there you go. Justin, no, I don't even know who that even is. Corey Joseph. No, man. You know, he's just been a career backup from the Spurs to the Raptors. I mean, he's got, like, good team experience, but he just hasn't done anything. Oh, yeah. Um, Caleb Swanigan. Nope. <laughs> Last one. That's it, actually. Okay, so thanks for listening to our really long podcast that was probably done. You could probably tell how hungry we are. So, see you guys next week. Welcome to the past. Today, I have Will with me once again. Um, We're recording this earlier in the week than normal, just how it worked out this week. Um, So, um, Will, um, Joe Johnson has has signed a one-year deal with the Pistons. What is it the expectation for Joe Johnson? Um honestly, I'm not sure that there's a lot of expectation for him. I I truly believe that they're just kind of signing him in hopes that he can be a decent contributor. I don't think that he'll actually be a starter. I don't think that you can expect a whole lot out of him other than maybe man, I don't know, uh 10 points a game. I think it's reasonable. I think it's fair. I think I think, I think that's even asking too much, really. I mean, look. So who's he gonna take minutes from? We've got um, Bryce Brown, Tim Frazier, Langston Galloway, Le- Le- Reggie Jackson, Sfee Medikai Luke, Tony Snell. Where where do those minutes come from? Like where where do you? G- who is who is gonna lose out on minutes to okay. put him in? Like so first, Langston Galloway should not be getting any minutes. <laughs> so that should free up some. Uh, and, and 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 either and, and either should um, Reggie Jackson. That's just me. I'm sorry. I'm over Reggie Jackson. So no, no, no. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> let's let's. Cause look, let me remind remind my remind the listeners. What position Joe Johnson uh, played? So he's what really he's known mostly, for. He's mostly a two, uh, but he's played some three, um, and he's always been an isolation scorer. That's why his name is Iso Joe. And I think that. So here's the thing with Reggie, Reggie Jackson is Reggie Overrated. Jackson is your is is your backup point guard, right? But they, but here's the thing. They were playing him starting minutes for the longest time. Right. And they now, finally realized that that isn't going to work. 
Right, but now they have Derrick Rose to fill that starting position, which Derrick Rose is should unquestionably be the starter on that team. Um, Derrick Rose is still really good. Derrick Rose showed us in Minnesota that he still has it. He might not be... I we talked about this last week when we were doing all of our analysis on every play, every effing player in the league that we could pronounce. Mm-hmm. Um, we were talking about how um, Derrick Rose, I think in the with the Knicks, people were wanted something that he can't offer anymore. People wanted him. The fans in New York wanted him to be Chicago Derrick Rose before his injuries and that's not what's going to happen he's going to be um less than that um but i but i think in minnesota i think what helped him was the fact that he's not expected to be he wasn't expected to be a number one contributor and whatever they got from him was enough for them because they didn't know what they were going to get out of him, to be honest. Yeah, and, and you know, like you mentioned, I think that for a while a lot of people were thinking that, oh, Derrick Rose is going to be um, the Chicago Derrick Rose, and that's not fair. That's that's not fair expectations after the injuries that he's. But my question to you is, Will... Um, was Derrick Rose anticipated to be that out of out of Memphis? Was he anticipated was it anticipated that he was gonna be this good that when he was a rookie? Were people anticipate because I don't remember that being so, a, th- a thing. When he was a rookie, he won rookie of the year and he averaged about twenty points a game. And I think the Derrick Rose that he is right now is what people kind of expected him to be in his rookie year, which was 17, 20 points a game, very solid, consistent starter, could start for most teams in the league. Who's your comp when you when you think of Derek when you think of Derrick Rose? Now? Yeah. Um I would say when he came into the league, and who is your comp now? When he came into the league? Oh man, that's a good question. When he came into the league, I would say the comparison would be something along the lines of a of a Darren Williams. Uh, a guy that could get you, you know, 18, 20 points a game every single night. He and was he was for that. scrappy, too. Yep. He would fight under there big time. Yeah. And, and his ball know, handling was unreal. Yeah. So the and, things he was able to do. Right. And, and I think, so the, the difference with Derrick Now, Rose Derrick, was, now, now. Darren Williams, we know, regressed to the mean relatively quickly, if you know what I mean. Yes, absolutely. But I think that with so with Darren Williams is a little bit interesting because he was a great ball handler, but he wasn't overly athletic. He was actually slightly under athletic for the point guard oh, position. Oh yes, yes. He just got by with his quickness and his handles, but as you age and you start to lose that quickness, because you weren't very quick and athletic in the beginning, now you're really unathletic compared to the to the competition. So he kind of phased out faster. With Derrick Rose being overly athletic for the position, I mean, he's one of the most athletic point guards we've ever seen when he was in Chicago in, in, in those, I guess, sort of prime years of his career. 
it, it was literally always a debate between him and Russell Westbrook about who could run faster and jump higher and dunk harder. But I, I, I would, I here's what I've always thought. I always thought that if Derrick Rose stayed healthy and was able to be the the guy that he was when he came into the league, yeah, he would be a star. He would be what everybody other than me think of of Russell Westbrook. I would tell you, but I think his stock is dropping significantly now. I don't think people really understand that Derrick Rose was on a team in um, Chicago where he was expected to be the guy. He was expected offensively to be your scorer. Because they had a lot of defenders, good defensive players, but offensively... Sometimes they would struggle. Yeah. And so I think people forget that in Minnesota, they had better pieces. In New York, obviously, they had none. So New York, they had a lot of pieces on paper. Um, Because I remember when that team was put together, everybody was looking at it like, oh, man, this team has a lot of potential. That was all on paper. Yeah. But remind me, who was on that team? Uh, so we had Joe Kim Noah, who oh, everybody, God. for some reason, I've never liked him, but everybody... There were, there were people who thought the Lakers should have gotten him other than Dwight Howard, which I couldn't understand. I couldn't understand why you would want either one, to be honest with you, but I think that Dwight Howard can yeah. contribute more to your team than Absolutely. Joe Kim can. Yeah, I think Joe Kim I'm not Noah, the biggest Dwight fan in the world, but... I think I out of the options, he's the best. I think best. he's the best out of the options you have because, like I said you know, earlier when I first got in here today, I don't think Kenneth Fareed can jump anymore. <laughs> and the question yeah. is, could he have anyway? Right. But, and he's another guy that, because he's so undersized for his position, once he loses athleticism, he's kind of useless, uh, which is which sucks. But, I mean, that's just, you know, that that's just the way it goes sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so they had Joe Kim Noah, they had Tim Hardaway Jr., they had Who, who's so overrated Courtney Jesus. Lee, they had Cor- Carmelo Anthony, Derek Rose, um <laughs> and did they still have Porzingis at the time? They still they had did, Porzingis they did, but I think yes. that was the year was not the year that, that he year, hurt. Yes, he, yeah. he did get hurt that year. But you know, they they were looking at that team and they were saying, oh, man. This, because this there was be a, a time, Will, where Porzingis was not meant to be traded. Right. That he whole was, thing, he that was kind thing, of the he was, so he was supposedly, he was supposedly the answer. Yeah. Now, when they were, now when they drafted him, I don't think people thought of him as that. But as time went by. I think it became more people became more aware of who he was and what he's capable of doing, um, and just just who he is. I don't think obviously people in America had no idea who he was. Yeah. When Adam Silver called his name on draft night, no one had any idea who that was, and Knicks fans went crazy. They were. They were annoyed, they were pissed, and they 
They were, they just, it was just, they just felt as if it was totally a Nick move to make. Draft a guy you've never heard of. You don't even know if he can play. And I think that there is a, I think he's going to get booed when he comes back in a Dallas uniform. That I think, that I think is going to happen. Think so? Yes, because I think there's a little bit of, we thought you were going to stay, and we and you left us high and dry. But then there's an element of, well, if he got hurt, does he leave anyway? Yeah, and that's the thing is you don't want him to leave and then you get nothing. That's always a fear. That's a fear. But, but the thing is, though, I don't think that they, they got a lot in that trade. But I don't think it was anything that can contribute to right now and today. Like, I don't think that, that they got a whole lot in that trade. They got Dennis Smith Jr., which we talked about last week. Dennis Smith Jr. is someone where I think the potential might outweigh his production. For now, yes. Uh, he's still young, and, and he, me. he has, you know, an opportunity. He can grow. He, I mean, he, yeah, he, he, can, he can be a late bloomer because, remember, people didn't exactly think Steph Curry was setting the world on fire anyway. Like, he, I mean, yeah, Steph, Steph Curry, is a late bloomer. he's a late bloomer in my opinion. I think that also is he, he was a, he's late, better coaching as he got older. Yep. Better players. Yep. Better organization that was assembled around you. Um, so there was a lot of things that, um, that I think went into play here. Yeah. So let's, um, talk about, so Joe Johnson, let's go back to who we were talking about. Yep. Joe Johnson, he isn't. He's a he's a guard, right? Like he's a yes. He's, he's a two or a three. Okay, so we so if you have a guard, but he's the, most historically a two. Well, yeah, yeah. So the guards that 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 are on the roster as of today, yeah, who actually are going to get playing time. I'm, there are some I'm not even going to yeah worry about in this segment here. Bryce Brown, um. Langston Galway, we already talked about him. Reggie Jackson, Luke Kennard, um, Steve Menekai Luke, who probably won't play very much. Derek Rose, Tony Snell, mm-hmm. and that's pretty much it. The guys who are going to get the meaningful minutes. Um, I'm not convinced that on paper you can you, you that you can't not start Derek Rose. I think that's I think that's stupid, because you look at what you have, because they they started a lot they started Bryce Brown a lot last year, and he doesn't he can't shoot. Yeah. You have you have a you have a guard who can't shoot. They would trot that dude out every game, and you went, oh, <laughs> like it was you knew that you were in deep shit if if the, he was expected. To, to be a meaningful contributor on that particular night. Yeah. Because absolutely. he just isn't that guy. I don't I mean, you have to be a hoop heads like you and me to even know who this idiot even is. Like he mm-hmm. he's not even that good. Mm-hmm. I I would I would say that 
They have their guards are pretty god awful, other than Derrick Rose. Yep. I would say that Reggie Jackson is going to be the backup, no matter if he likes it or not. Yep. Because you can't. I I think Derrick Rose has. Well, has okay, so resubmitted himself as a contributor. So here's my question, though. Do they play them together? Do they play Derrick Rose at the one and Reggie Jackson at the two? Because it doesn't really sound like they have a legitimate two. They don't. They, they don't. They don't. So you could... I Reggie think, Jackson might be the next best guy, which is sad to Which say, is really sad because I don't... I thought he was underrated. I thought he was overrated in Oklahoma City. So, But, I, I, I mean, looking at that, to be honest, if we're, if, if we're being fair here... He's I the only he one. Is, I think he is the second best guard on that team Which right is now. really sad. I mean, think about it. I mean, but it's the Pistons. You know? I mean, what, yeah. What can you expect? What the Pistons often do is they... They're one of those places where they're not a destination, so that it, so they so they either have to trade to get players, mm-hmm. which we've noticed that they've been they've been doing that a lot in the past, mm-hmm. or they have to be so bad that they end up drafting well. That's how they got Andre Drummond was by drafting. Yeah. Um. They they and. I mean, and, they they did draft a, a pretty decent team. They've drafted. You know, they don't. Ago. They draft okay. It's always been they. It's always been their their free agent acquisitions have always been questionable, but they can definitely trade and they can draft. Yeah. They just can't sign free agents. That's been their issue, is getting credible guys who aren't just lame duck rotation guys you can trade. Yeah. To come and play with, to come play for you. Yep, yep. Why do you think they have Tim? Why do you think they they have Tim Frazier, Langston Galloway? Why do you think? See, why do you think that those are the names I'm naming off? Why do you? It's because those are the type of guys that they attract. Those are the type of guys who who come to a team like that. There are guys who who go to a contender, and there are guys who go to a loser. And Tim Frazier and Langston Galloway are most likely going to a team that's not competing. I don't. I'm not saying the Pistons won't make the playoffs. I just don't see how competitive they are. They they're gonna be between six and eight, and by then I think I think the three best in the East right now. Tell me if I'm wrong. Are probably um, Milwaukee, Philly, and Miami. So tell me if you see anything different, and where would they? Where what does this addition of Joe Johnson do for them? Nothing. In that how? Respect. But how many minutes? What I could see him getting ten, fifteen. Yeah, I think he gets ten, fifteen. I don't think he's. I don't. I don't think you can get him. Give him more because you're locked. You're pot committed to. Um, Langston Galloway into Reggie Jackson. You're pot committed, so I don't see how you can not. I don't see how you can just say I'm paying these two guys to not to sit. Yeah. Because I don't, I don't, I don't think that there are guys that you can get good value from for for trading. I don't, I don't see it. I mean, maybe somebody like a Minnesota, there's always a Minnesota and there's always going to be a Washington or Chicago that comes knocking on your door 
who seem to love taking on these mediocre to god-awful players. They seem to love, because that's what the Wizards did in the trading deadline. They basically just got it, went all over the Eastern Conference and said, where's the trash? Can I take out the trash? And then yeah, that's much. what they did. That's what they did. I'd agree with that. And I feel like the Pistons are no different when it comes to that a lot of the time. They don't attract guys with a winning pedigree and a winning resume. No, um, not, not anymore. Not anymore. I mean, we got to remember something. They didn't beat that. They, they beat that. They, they beat the Lakers back in two thousand four. Yeah, and and it's been a very long time. They drafted Darko Milicic, who was one of the worst players, not just of in the NBA, not just of the world, but in basketball history. Um, he's he's got awful. When I re, when I um went. When I interviewed Jeff Katz about six months ago, I was hanging out in his living room. And I look over, and there's a Darko Milicic like poster from one of the newspapers because he's a piston. He's a big yep. Pistons fan. Yep, that was one of the biggest draft busts of all time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And that is something I'd like to examine more on this podcast someday. Is just draft busts, just straight up guys who can't Man. make it. And there's a lot of them. Um, and there and a lot and a lot there's a lot of guys who who are great in college but can't translate, and there's a lot of guys like that, and that is the thing that I think a lot of people were expecting from Derrick Rose was the idea that maybe he can't translate. But we have to remember he had some pretty good genes, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I sure. mean, you know, it's is. Is Jalen Rose as good as most people think? No. I think he's better on TV than he was a basketball player, not just me. Uh, I'm not... I think that's a fair argument. I don't I don't think he is... I don't think he is as... I think, I think Jaylen... Loved as a basketball player as he is on TV. Like, I just, I just don't. Because he's, he's, he's found a niche... Giving these really outlandish takes that sometimes make you want to put a fist for your TV. Like that that's what he has done. That's what he has done. That's what he's found his niche in doing. Making you wake up way too early and then he says something stupid, you wanna put a you, you wanna just throw something. So, um, the next topic today is um, so the FIBA World Cup just finished in China on Sunday and the US didn't exactly do very well uh, in the FIBA World Cup. Yeah, how about that? We had to finally battle Yeah, we had, it we out had to for battle it out for a 7th seed for the 7th yeah. place, okay? Yeah. So we couldn't even medal. Do you think that this has any effect on Pops on pop at all? Do you think? Do you think? What were his expectations going in? To be honest, I don't think Pop really had any expectations because I feel like he's realistic enough to look at this roster and say, "Yeah, we just don't have it this year." And, and you know, ah, uh, man, I think when any anybody that really has any kind of idea about basketball, when they looked at that roster, you really had to question like. 
how far are we really going to make it with this team? Honestly, if they had won the whole thing, I think it would be like a uh, a very welcomed surprise for a lot of you people. You know what it was? It was when Syracuse won the NCAA in 2003. I mean, pe- people say that that was one of the worst teams to ever win a national championship in any sport. Like, they're but that they bad. had the one guy. The one guy. And if they didn't have him, them. I don't think they... Oh, not even close. If the, without Carmelo on that Syracuse team, they're bouncing the first round. <laughs> um, well, first of all, if they didn't have him all season, I don't know that they would have made it. No, no, um, no. But that no. just proves more to the point. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that speaks more about how good Carmelo was as a college player yeah. than anything else. Because when you have that little help... And think about it. Akeem Warwick, where is he now? I... <laughs> Nowhere. Uh, I think uh, Joey McNamara was on that team. And No, I Jerry. Think, uh, Jerry. Yeah, I think he He's was... He's an a, assistant now under um, Bayhan. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. He, he never left school. It's, I, I think he was a freshman that year yeah. uh, when they won. And it seemed like he was on that team for, like, the next seven years. Like, dude, can you graduate and go somewhere already? <laughs> so, yeah, it doesn't surprise me that he's he's uh, Beheim's assistant. But, yeah, you know, yeah. it is what it is. So, um, I wish Beheim the best, though. I like him as a coach. Oh, uh, well, yeah. And he ran over some dude in snowy Syracuse and then lied about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I look at that roster... When it was put together, and I said, "For what? What are you? What is that going to get you? Nothing, because you put you anybody who had the chance of doing anything decent on that team said no." <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not. I'm here's the thing. I'm not saying that everybody they had on that team was garbage and belonged in the scrap with scrap metal. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is is that if you have them and you just have Kimba Walker, that's the problem. Kimba Walker is not – he can't be the best player on your team. That's why I think Boston Celtic fans should be very worried about that. So Boston Celtic fans should look at what has happened in the last 10 days and go, shit, I don't want that. So I, um, do, I, do, do you think, though, that there's any chance that I'm wrong? That, that, this isn't, that this whole thing might crystallize a Celtic season somehow? Well, what we just saw is a preview of what is to come for the Celtics. Um, I'm not willing to go all the way that far just yet, and I'm going to say, I'm, and I'm going to explain why. So with... with World basketball or with FIBA, one the rules are different, uh, and two the pace of the game is very different. And so, yes, I I, I believe that there is so I don't believe there's as much of an excuse as some people want to put on those facts, but I think there's a little bit of excuse. In addition to the teams that are playing in the FIBA World Cup for other countries. Here's what I worry about, though, Will. Did you see some of those other players? Did you see them? Yeah. <laughs> and absolutely. When, I was looking at I was watching that and I was going, yeah, wait uh, a second. Absolutely. And if this but was that's, the, my, that, that's my issue is that does the U.S. value this competition? And I say no. No, they don't, um, which is and, fair. But and, it's also and, and, and I also, and I, and I, 
I argue that the Olympics and FIBA are the same fucking thing. Like, I don't, I don't see the difference because you're picking from the same pool, no matter if you like it or not. Like, right. you're, except and for the you're, and, they... and, gotta remember, they, they were trying something different this year when it comes to your coaching staff. Yeah. And, and, and when it, and considering the roster you put together, and you look in the thing that I thought was kind of odd is I didn't watch that much because after the U.S. was getting the shit knocked out, I'm like, F it, I don't care anymore. By that point, I just lost interest. Yeah. Because you, because I think that, and and I and I and I say this a lot about the Olympics in any sport. Okay. Does I've always thought that other countries care so much more about international competition than the Americans of any of any in any, in any sport. Right. Because a lot of countries are spread out to the point a lot of these European countries and these Asian countries are spread out to the point where you grow up with these people. These people, these players, these other players, you grow up with them and you become their friend and you and and you spend life together. That is not what happens in in the U.S. Right. It happens in tennis, but I I don't think to the same extent it happens in any other sport. And maybe gymnastics because of the cult that we don't have to go into that. The the the, the cultish nature. Of gymnastics, we don't have to go into that. That's for a different day, or just never doing it. <laughs> um, I just, I just look at this FIBA World Cup and I go, the same thing I would, the same thing I think of when I think of any international competition. Is it catered to us? And I say no. Okay, but so here's my thing. One, I, I, I agree that in some respects. It's the same as the Olympics, but I would say this is I feel like some of the higher caliber players will say yes to the Olympics and not to the World Cup because the Olympics holds more prestige than the World Cup. I know that, but, but, but to me, well, I don't think it does in America. I don't think any of this matters in America. I, I don't I don't well, you, think I mean but you've seen certain players like I, for example Carmelo Anthony but care it, more I, about it's, the it's uh, a it's a wiring Olympics. will it's not it's a wiring of of how you're wired as a player and the success you've had as a player I don't think if Carmelo was on good teams in his career who actually won anything who won something at all I don't think he would say that I don't think he would be that I don't think he would be that blunt about it when he talks about it and and say what he said in the past about how how he values FIBA blah 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 blah. I don't think he would say those things if he actually was on teams that actually did something. I I, I really don't. I don't think that's that's possible. Okay, and that's fair. But there will always be some guys that care about it a lot. Um, so you look at I it think from... you I think you can care about it a lot. I don't think that you can care about it enough to say that you would care about this more than winning an NBA championship. No, absolutely not. But we've seen the highest level competitors. I mean, you think back to the last Olympics. We had LeBron. We had, you know, um, 
Kevin Durant. You know, we had Paul George. We had um, all those guys. And Boogie. Um, Boogie. I mean, we had the cream of the crop. Yeah, yeah. Um, but is it is it because of the time of year and the location, or is it just this is just doesn't this just doesn't matter anymore? Uh, well, one, I think honestly, I think a lot of it started with that Paul George injury, and guys really. That really hit home for a lot of guys, and they said, I, "Oh shit, this isn't I, worth it." I, I saw the injury in a Chili's while I was eating dinner one night. That, that's how I saw that game. I was yeah. watching it at Chili's one night when I was eating, and I'm like, "Man, like my mom and I literally got we got we kind of got sick as we were watching it, yeah, because it was one of the most gruesome injuries I had ever seen." Yeah, and I don't see. I'm against load management because I feel like it cheats the fans. I feel like the work that you and I do, we talk to fans a lot, mm-hmm. and I don't. And I feel like fans are going to come around to the idea that load management is just stupid, and that you can lose from doing that. Yeah, and that I think all this does every year, a FIBA year or a Olympic year, all it does is make the load management more of a topic in regards to the players who showed up there. Yeah, and I think we should be happy that LeBron and Anthony Davis and all the D and all the stars didn't come. Excuse me, and that's it. I just think it makes the Sometimes when all when you get the stars come to the to, to play in FIBA or the Olympics, sometimes it affects the product on the court during the year. Yeah. Uh, and I don't think that I think that I don't think there's a way that you can avoid that. Yeah, I don't think there's a way to say that that you're better off because you're not, as we saw. Yeah. But I feel like this team is so irrelevant that, and ESPN knew it was irrelevant because they put it on ESPN Plus, which regardless of what people say around here, isn't exactly the most popular thing in regards to streaming services and platforms in this in our country right now right so you can be asked to do press for it you can be asked to to do to do all authentication all authentications about it and all that it doesn't matter um until espn knew what they had they knew the content they knew the quality of basketball they knew that they knew the location and they knew that the ratings would be so god awful because of the time difference. Yep. That it didn't matter. Yep. So ESPN was a step ahead when it came to how they broadcasted it, where it was shown, how you could how you could watch it, where you could watch it. They were a step ahead than I think a lot of us when it comes to how little of expectation even they had. Yeah. Because think about it. You put the FIBA World Cup on ESPN+. Plus. Yeah. Think about how little of an audience you're going to have. 
Like two people? Two, yeah, because think about it. It hasn't exactly hit. No. So, I mean, they're, the whole idea of bringing NFL primetime back was a, was a way for them to try to get people in, excited. It almost got me because I got, love oh, Chris Berman and Tom Jackson. It got, I, no, no, no. Love I watched it. It got me. Yeah? I, 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 I'm sorry. All right. No, that's fair. <laughs> I used to. I grew up with them. I'm sorry. Yep, me too. Sorry. No, me too. I think they're fantastic. And the fact that they were willing to come back and do it at all. Is a win because they didn't want to for the longest time. They yeah. were asked. They were said no. And think about it: if <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just looking at the WNBA playoffs and it makes me laugh. Excuse me. Uh, um, I just look at where you could watch it, and I look at how. See, they sent a major reporter to cover it. They sent Brian Windhorst to China yep. to cover this. Do you think that they're not going to send him for the Olympics based on what happened? Or do you think they're just going to... Because the rumor is, is that he's going to the Olympics. The rumor is he's going in 2020 to um, Japan in 2020. That was the rumor. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't think, you know, nothing that happened was really his fault. I'm not I'm not saying that. I'm saying, but does, will ESPN recognize this as a big deal? Yeah, because the Olympics to the United States public is a big deal. Um, the Olympics in general. And I think that Olympic basketball... Is that's, also that's what I, that's one of the only things I would watch as a kid is Olympic right. basketball, and, and I <laughs> think that that's still the biggest draw by far of all the Olympic sports in this country. In this in this country, yes. I'm, I'm not gonna I'm not going as far to say that it matters in England because I don't even know if they know how to play basketball. I'm gonna be quite honest with you, I don't even know. Yeah, but um, you know, I I, I look at um, how it was te- where it was the outlet. I look at where, and I just look, did they know something before we knew it? Did they know that there wasn't anything here? You know, like, that's something that I thought about when I, when I, when I, when I was watching this, I went, because I, I didn't, I actually didn't watch any of the um, U.S. games. I watched... I watched some of Spain. Mm-hmm. Then I think I watched what was the other one? And the, the and some 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 other teams. I don't remember. But I, for some reason, this never got around to watching the Team USA. And <coughs> I think that once they lost, it became who cares? Because literally, in how that World Cup is constructed, mm-hmm. you lose. Any game, and you're essentially out mm-hmm. because that's how it's constructed. Mm-hmm. So, do you do you look at the World Cup and say, was it a failure, or did you expect this to happen? Okay, uh, I didn't expect to win after I saw the roster. I didn't 
expect to come in seventh place either. <laughs> so it's a little bit of both. Um, and that's my biggest problem. Now, again, so I saw a report that came out, uh, I believe it was either late last week or, um, I, I believe it was late last week. It might have been earlier this week, uh, yesterday or over the weekend, um, that said Steph Curry plans to play in the Olympics for the Olympic team. So that right there shows me that higher caliber players are still interested in the Olympics. I sure as hell hope so. Jesus Christ. Um, because Jay, I'm sorry, Jalen Brown, Derek White, and no, Kendall the, Walker don't do it for me. Excuse me. Most of most don't. of the guys on this uh, FIBA World Cup team would not even make the Olympic team if we had all of our top caliber players. I don't even know. I don't even know if even if we didn't. I don't even know some of them. Think about it. Joe Harris. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, I guess it just depends on how many top caliber you, players are willing do you to, think that to participate in the, the Olympics. Do we even know how these selections were even in the roster even finalized? Do we even know? How do they even... That was the mystery to me, was that how do we even decide who well, goes... Who goes? Because remember... We know how it's normally they, they, done. They cut... They cut... I want to say they cut somebody in Australia. I want to say that somebody got cut in Australia during the exhibition tour, which we looked like shit in anyway. Yep. Which should have told us a little bit about what we were up against. Because, hell, I mean, Matthew Delvadova beat you. I mean, Jesus Christ. Like, that's not... Yeah, so here's the here's the only thing that I will say that a lot of people don't consider is the fact that the teams for these other countries, they play together all year. That's what I was getting to. That that's it, exactly what and, I was getting and, to. And that honestly is a big thing because it's much harder to just throw a bunch of guys together, even if they are really good. Um or in this case it's even harder when they're mean, halfway decent players. I mean, um, well, can we say that that's even being kind to some of them? Like that, like that's even to some of them. But I mean, so you think about in, it. In my let, opinion, let, let's remind had... ourselves who was on this team, and then we can. I think it would be fairer to put into play just how god awful they were. Because think about it. You had Kemba Walker, who's the best player on the team. Which he should never be. Um, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, who was. God awful last year. Yeah, Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry, Jesus. Uh, Joe Harris. Yep. Brooke Lopez. Miles Turner. Miles Turner, who wasn't very good last year either. Yep. Um, Derek White, who yep. I'm not a fan of. And it and just the names I gave you. Mm-hmm. It was there ever a chance that could be they could be good? I mean, just think about it. Like, no. It, that's no. why I didn't expect them to win it. But again, I didn't expect us to fall all the way to the seventh but, place. But here's but here's my here's the issue though that I think people have is that we're the U.S. People see the U.S. basketball in the same vein they see the U.S. women's soccer team. I really feel like that is where we were where this was going, where people were so. I heard people on a somebody on a podcast. I don't remember who. Say that this was it for the USA basketball. That we that we 
are not. Um, this is all. It's over. The USA basketball as we know it is over, and that, and based upon the showings in the World Cup was how this person I forget who it was was a, um, that was how they phrased it was that based on how bad this went, um, that that's just what that that just is what it is. Do you do you think that's going too far? Because I kind of do because. I think you have to know who I think you have to know who you have on your team. You think you have to understand who we had and then make the argument. Yeah, so I think <clears throat> I think there's 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 a couple there's a couple different points to touch here. So the first one is is uh USA basketball over as we know it? Um no, I don't think so. Uh, I think that if you were to legitimately roll out our best players, we would still slaughter every other country in the world. If we had our best players in the entire league. I'm talking LeBron, Kawhi, Paul George, Steph Curry, uh, Giannis. Well, no, Giannis can go and play for Greece. But (laughs) um, James Harden, Russell Westbrook. I mean, I'm talking all of those guys. We would still kill everybody. Um, so, but what I do think is that, in in the sense that we can just roll out any old roster and and destroy every other country the way that in years past we've just kind of been able to put a smorgasbord of players together. Yeah, I think that's over. I think the rest of the world has caught up to our mid-level players. <clears throat> I really do because, you know, this was a perfect example. We put a team together full of mid-level players with one guy that's above mid-level in Kemba Walker and said, go and win this tournament for us. And we end up getting seventh place. And I don't think the seventh place was a fluke in the sense that if we were to redo the tournament, I don't think that we would, you know, if we were to redo the tournament ten times... I don't think we would win it, but maybe once if we had to redo it ten times. You know, I don't think that us <coughs> falling to seventh was by accident. I legitimately mm. think that there is an argument to be made that these teams from other countries have caught up to our mid-level players, and the fact that those other countries <clears throat> stick their teams together playing all year round makes a huge difference. Because we have never done that as the United States. We have never taken a team of players and said, hey... You guys play together all year long and get ready just for the FIBA tournament or the Olympic tournaments. Do you do you think that the way everything is set up here in this country that that's even possible? Because I don't. No, it's not. Not for us because we just have too many major outlets for basketball and we have the NBA and all these other things. But may that, I make the argument that the only players that you would probably be recruiting anyways NBA players, right? I don't I don't I don't think you could win at this high level. I think you'd be even worse if you said to college players Yeah. If, if you recruited college players, I think you might be even worse. Yeah, I, I, I think so. I mean, um, the only college player in recent memory that I think could even make the team, and I'm not saying he no, no, get there was only one that did. Right, um, like in 2012, that was Anthony Davis. Right, and, and he didn't exactly play, but okay. Right, and and so that's why I'm saying, 
once in a while there may be a rare exception like an Anthony Davis or a or Christian Leitner or someone like Leitner. someone yeah. like that yeah yeah but again to the point where just because you make the team doesn't mean you actually play but that, more like the water boy but that's the thing like do you what is the difference explain what's the difference between the US and some of these other countries and how they form a team within their landscape. Well, so I think I think a l- part of it comes down to this. One, a lot of these guys are playing together since they're teenagers. Because over there, you have to consider they don't have college teams to go and play for the way that our guys do here. Yeah. So you know, people want to make the argument that here in the states, oh, but they played AAU together. Well, yeah, matter. that was when that was when they were like twelve. <laughs> and they went their separate ways. They probably went to different high schools. Even if they didn't go to different high schools, they went to different colleges, more than likely. Um, and then after college, all bets are off. There's no chance that they got drafted to the same NBA teams. You know, when we're talking about these top players um, that would be on some sort of World Cup team. So, really, even if these guys played together in high school or AAU ball, I mean, God, that was at least 10, 15 years ago. Like, that doesn't mean anything. They could barely run an offense at that age. At that age, to be honest, they were just running around. For, and passing well, they the were ball. getting coached up is what was happening. So, you know. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's just, <clears throat> when I heard that statement about how dead the Team USA is, I'm thinking, but you're saying that today when you just saw our, our, our C our, our, team. Well, no. C plus D minus team out there. Okay, like this is in most co- in, in other countries that is called that would be like equivalent to your summer league or summer um not summer league so much but like your under like it's like under 7 under with like an 18 team something like that like that would be yeah the under 18 yeah that would be like your under 18 because that's quite frankly that's how they played I, I know that that's being a little rough and a little, a little and a little bit crass but that's really how they played they played in a very it was very vanilla to watch. Like they, there was yeah. very few sets run. Well, uh, yeah, and, uh, they, but even in the Olympics, when we have our top guys, they don't really run a lot of sets. And, 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 and you know what it, you know what it reminds me of. You know what watching the Olympics in two thousand eight, twelve, and sixteen reminded me of. An NBA All Star game. Yeah. How how just the pace and and mm-hmm. how it was done. And I heard something from Bill Simmons a couple of weeks ago on his podcast that was kind of a shocking thing, I thought, to say and a little jarring to me. He thought that Bill Simmons was... Not Bill Simmons, damn it. He thought that Mike Sosetsky was doing... was coaching Team USA for too long... And that he was, and at the and at the end, he was helping his own interest because he wanted he wanted he wanted to say he could work with NBA caliber guys. 
I mean, okay, so my first problem with that argument is, well, Mike Krzyzewski is not going to take an NBA job, so why does he's he He's been care? asked, and he's never taken it. So. Right, so why does he care about proving that he can work with NBA guys? It makes no sense. The only reason you need to prove that is if you intend to take an NBA and job, he which... he never did. Yeah, and he's certainly He's been asked, to, he's been offered. And, oh, yeah. But, hell, don't, I, I, I think he was offered the Cavs job. He was. When they, try, when they went after Byron. Was it Byron or was it Black? Uh, David Black. Okay. Because remember, um, there was a, someone else was offered a job. Who was it? There was a, there was a coach. Oh, I don't remember who it was. But there was one who was offered, who's considered in the same vein as Sasetsky, kind of. And they were offered, and they were, they, Oh, it was Izzo. That's right. Mm-hmm. Tom Izzo was also linked to the Cavs at one point, mm-hmm. and it fell off. And I think that see the last. Can you name me any of these college to pro hires that actually worked? I mean, other than. Brad Stevens, just name me. I mean, could they not really, right? I mean, come on. Uh, I, well, I would give Brad Stevens credit. I, I'm saying, I'm saying, other than him, because he's no other than him. Uh, I don't think so. I think uh, Billy Donovan got to the playoffs uh, based on the and fact he's lucky that he had and, he's, and, I, and I and I don't and I feel like with Billy Donovan, I said this last week. I feel like he, if Paul George wasn't traded, I feel like he would have been fired. Because yeah, maybe I mean that first round showing was absolutely terrible. Absolutely <laughs> it was terrible. It was bad for about for the last like two years. They let that Utah team beat them, and that Utah team could barely score. Yeah, they so, could barely. They could barely. Yeah. So, I mean, Kyle Perry was god awful in New Jersey. Um, yeah, Fred Hoiberg. Uh, that's a tough one. <laughs> um, I think for him that was, you know, about chasing more money, really. I think it was about, and I also think the reason why it didn't work was because of respect. Yeah. He want, he didn't get any respect from the older guys. No one wanted. No and I think, that's, I think that's tough for a lot of college coaches. Uh, unless you are literally a uh, unless you're Coach K or Tom is or Tom Izzo, yeah, Jim or, or Jim Beheim or maybe even a Jay Wright. If you're not one of those, f that, you know. Yeah, I and, and, I, and I even think that that John Beeline might even have a hard time with that. I, I even you know I like John Beeline a lot, but I don't think he's gonna. Coach. I don't think he's gonna do it. Do you? Uh, I don't. Cause I look at that roster and I go, could anybody? Like I, I, that's. That's how god-awful it is. Could anybody do anything with that team? No. You went out and hired a female, the, the women's basketball coach from, was it Cal? Right? Yeah. To be your, to be one of your assistants. If you have to make a hire like that, that was a way to distract ourselves, from you to distract us from the shitty team you just put together. Yeah, probably. Definitely, I would say probably more of a PR move than they really believe that she can do a good job. Which is sad to say, because I never want to be that guy. But, uh, but, but, yeah, but, but here's the thing. 
There's a reason why this hasn't, well, we haven't seen more of this. There's a reason. Because I think Becky Hammond is the only one that's been able to do it. Yeah, and I, sure. and I feel like it's because she was given a chance coaching that summer league team. Yep. That they took a, a gamble. That was a risk to do that. And it paid off for them. And I don't think you're going to see anybody else um, do that. Right, and I think that Pop just kind of... Pop wants to be ahead of the game. Uh, yeah, I think he earned the, the cachet to do that. Like, Pop's I don't think anybody up. else did. <laughs> no, I think that there's very few coaches that could pull that Maybe off. Maybe Doc Rivers. Maybe Doc Rivers uh, because he's always kind of been the guy in charge of the yeah. Clippers anyway. Orange Frank isn't exactly doing all that. Let's just put it there. Yeah. like He's the so, GM, but yeah. what's he really doing? Um, he says that he he had he did something to get Kawhi. I don't know if I buy that. Um, I I just look at this whole that that whole thing and I go, the Team USA and the whole culture thing. And I go, if you look at that roster, why is anybody surprised? Like for what? I I think. So I think there's a few things. If they're surprised, it's because they're casual basketball fans that are just used to seeing USA wins the gold medal because that's what, you know, that's what we've done for so long is win the gold medal. Um, But those are the same casual fans that didn't take the time to actually look at the roster anyway. Mm -hmm. They just saw, oh, Team USA is playing. And then they they probably assumed that we had our best guys out there. Because we always Um, did. (laughs) Yeah, we, we always have in the past. Because um, this is really the first year that we haven't had some of some of our top level guys. Even if it was the World Cup, we were still sending Kevin Love and Kevin Durant out there, weren't we? I mean, yeah, last last FIBA World Cup, Kevin Durant was on the team and, and was great. If I remember yeah, correctly, absolutely. Well, even, back then he was still the Kevin Durant that we know. Yeah. So I don't know about now, but uh, well, we'll, we'll see. see. We'll, we'll see. see. <laughs> um, but. Yeah, so in any event, yeah, just because we didn't have LeBron and Kobe in the World Cup doesn't mean we were devoid of stars. We had Kevin Durant. Uh, Even if Kevin Durant played on this team right now, I think that uh, if he was healthy, him by himself would have been good enough to get us uh, top three. Uh, Maybe maybe even win the whole thing because he's just that good. But I think that, uh, yeah. All right. 